waves his arms around two blades pop out of the elbows oh there big guy this uh this this happen often i promise you kyle this is the first time it's happened to me it's it, it's my first time since my first time you know they, they make sprays for that oh calling dr props huh <laughs> well, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40-something-year-olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle, and you guys might know us online from the Twitches as Guyver, so I got to point that way, and uh, Kasig, that's me. And uh, we got a special episode today. Well, today's episode is... Cosplay. Um, this is going to be a high overview of cosplay and prop making. This is so in detail. We really don't want to hit you all at once with everything. Literally, the process is super in-depth and very time-consuming. So we want to do what we did with the role-playing episode, is give you the high level. We'll go into a little bit of detail. We Shit, it's our show. We'll probably go into some tangent on detail. I guarantee you it's going to happen, but we're going to try and bring it back to the high level. That's the plan, at least. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so this, this is going to be kind of like, I mean, <laughs> we're going to try to hit the meat potatoes, uh, just uh, not go too deep into it, but hell, we may end up going super deep into it. We just want to, like Chris said, a, uh, give a general idea of it, because it's, it's nothing that I have any particular expertise or experience with, and I don't believe Chris does either, but... We do nope. have somebody with us um, this episode that does, and um, if you guys are watching the video, you'll see down below, there's a, uh, a finely bearded gentleman down there. Uh, we know him as Blasted Props. It's uh, his handle also on Twitch. We go back um, a little over a year now uh, from uh, yeah. some of our uh, online gaming times together. Um, but uh, yeah, Mr. Blasted Props. I go back three months. I go back three months. <laughs> Also known as uh, AJ. What do you What do you want us? You want to be AJ? You want to be James? You want well, to be props? Okay. So yeah, I mean, um, when I do my prop making, most people know me as Blessed Props. Uh, the RP community they know me as James. Uh, to my friends and family, I they just call me AJ. I don't think ever in my life have I ever really been called my actual name. <laughs> so do you there just you want go. us to call you Mister or Sir or uh, Captain? Uh, not doctor, doctor. i am doctor. i'm not certified to be a doctor i can tell you that right now okay but hey I, you know what he could just, make a costume out of it he could make a cosplay we, we can do it. that we can definitely do that um props james aj they all work uh, it doesn't really matter um do want to appreciate you guys having me on here you know long time listener first time talker so <laughs> well we appreciate you coming on. We've we've mm -hmm. been um we've been really excited to have you on this episode. It's something I've been looking forward to because like I said, I know what I see online. 
I know mm-hmm. a couple cosplayers. If you're listening to this and you're my friend, I'm sorry, but you're kind of shit if you're my friend. Um, <laughs> not really. You're way better than me. I just wanted to get I'm a right here. In it every- I thought I was <laughs> Kyle, okay. Kyle, well, Kyle just cosplays as Sailor Moon all the time, and it's a very poor Sailor Moon because it's usually him in a skirt with no underwear on. Mm. Um, or usually uh, what like I like to call it around here, Sundays. So Sundays, <laughs> he just sends me pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I don't, I don't delete them. Mm. But this is this is an episode I've been really excited about, and we wanted to get like we stated before, we want to give you a high level overview of this, just so it's something that you all get more familiar with. And what I love about this episode is, again, it's not a subject matter I'm an expert in. It's not a subject matter Kyle's an expert in. So we're going to be learning along with you all Mm -hmm. on this. So I'm excited about this because like, this is, this is uh, something I've been interested in a long time. I don't know if it's something like, I don't know. Hell, I might may, may partake at some point in time. I don't, know you know where i would go with that but uh just the i mean getting into it's really simple oh it's, that's perfect it doesn't me, take much to get into yeah it, it's simpler we'll the better what it takes for, to get into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. yep see that's that's exactly what we're looking for mm-hmm. um the rabbit hole from there so it, it really is <laughs> uh okay i'm looking at my notes here kyle I'm looking. Did we get a new sponsor this week? Sort of, sort of. We have a new-ish sponsor. We still, it's uh, still the same sponsor. We still have Horny Harry, but he is continuing to expand upon his empire. Um, you know, he had the the uh, horn mounting service, which is doing gangbusters. He's doing great with that. The car wash, um, some legal issues possibly, but I think he's going to get through that and be able to go ahead and pull on through to the uh, next one. Um, and then what I got here from our notes is, uh, he's branching out, uh, Horny Harry's Viking beard butter. And so, um, Ooh, yeah, I, I couldn't benefit from it, from this scraggly thing. Maybe that looks like I literally rolled around on the, on maybe, the barber shop. Maybe board, it'll help though. You maybe. two could. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Beard butter. Beard, mm. beard, but- old, old beard butter. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, well, beer butter. Well, uh, let's roll it. I'm interested to hear this. I'm interested to hear what the next endeavor is. Right. Roll it. Yep, let's roll that beautiful beard butter footage. For Odin. Hey, hey, what's wrong, Bjornson? I don't know. Something's something's just off. I I just can't get into pillaging today. Oh, come on, big guy. Something is wrong. Just tell me. Do you ever get to get into these battles and have that not-so-fresh feeling? I feel that my beard is dry and smelly. I feel that no one wants to see a Viking with a dry, smelly beard. No villagers want me to drive them to their deaths with this beard. Uh, uh, Well, of course. Have you heard of Horny Harry's Viking beard butter? Have you felt not clean down there, unclean, smelly, and have a dry beard? Of course, we all have. There's no worse feeling when raiding villages. This is why I developed Horny Harry's Viking Beard Butter, made up of the finest ingredients only found in nature. We use only the finest goat spleen, fish eyes, horse dung, and berries and beetles to make up my beard butter. 
take a handful from our special container, just use cow udder and squeeze it out. Lather a generous amount on your smelling Viking, smelly Viking beard and give it that shine. Feel confident and raid with a renewed confidence. Oh, thank you, Horny Harry's Beard Butter. That, this, this is just what I needed. For Odin! For Odin! Horny Harry's Viking Beard Butter is untested on humans. EGTN does not endorse the consumption of Viking Beard Butter. It may cause warts, hemorrhoids, earwigs, and frequent urination. Ah, thank you, Horny Harry's uh, Beard Butter. That's that's what we needed. For Odin! Man, that is... For Odin! That is amazing! Mm-hmm. Like, I never notes. thought... I might, I might have to uh, maybe invest or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's one thing that we learned is Horny Harry is ever expanding when we mean ever expanding it could be that the businesses are closing up and he's just going to the next thing like the car wash apparently and we'll we'll just tell you how it is apparently when you offer to give happy endings to the cadillacs um the business doesn't really hang around too much anyway i'd love to like be a private the other cars are jealous (laughs) well i see i look to be a private investor in what harry had going on and like i followed the links and I'm not really sure where I ended up at. Is like click here to support, and I think he was like he might be selling fans too. I don't know. It seemed like that was like the only thing there was fans. So, but I didn't like just like only fans, just only fans. Yeah. <laughs> and, Horning Harry's only fans. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't. Except I didn't really just get to the different businesses. Mm-hmm. I didn't follow through with that one. I might. I might check that out after the show. I'll let you guys know in the next episode. Now that is sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, Actually, that could be what we help him create his one of his his uh, shirts for his uh, channel. Mm-hmm. Um, Horny Harry's <laughs> OnlyFans. Um, what is cosplay? Let's get down to it. What is cosplay? Cosplay is a basically a combination of the two words costume play. The official definition, I guess you could say, of is this. It's an activity or performance art in which participants called cosplayers wear costumes and fashion accessories to represent a specific character. Now, that's the official definition, I guess, quote unquote, official definition. My definition is people who really love something, a particular genre or character or show, and they dress up like it. Like someone could dress up like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Someone could dress up like a character from Warhammer. Someone could dress up like, uh, like I said earlier, uh, Kyle and his Sailor Moon, which is fine. It's a thing. On Sundays. It's it, a thing. it is a thing. It's, it's, it's just... Well, okay, let's put it this way. My original definition of it back when was a fan of it, of who could do something. Now I think, and props can probably attest to this, or he'll have more to add on this later in the show. It's not so much just fans anymore. Now it's people who are just trying to make these amazing cosplay costumes, prop costumes, and make money off of it. So, yes and no. Um, there are people who do it that definitely make money. They, I've heard and seen people quit their day jobs um, to get into prop making and costume making and all the such and they you know they justify themselves as cosplayers and a couple months later they're looking for a job again because they realize it 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 takes a lot it can take a lot which is 
really, really interesting to hear. Are you saying that's people that were cosplayers that tried to roll that over into like the the making business or trying to become just professional cosplayers? Uh, so what I'm basically saying is like, okay, they they built props, they made costumes, and they went to comic conventions and people like, oh, you should do that for a living. You should do that for a living. Me, I do it as a hobby. I, yeah, I take commissions from time to time, but I only take commissions on things that I like because if it's something that I can't get behind, then the motivation isn't there to actually finish the product. And, but these people, they're taking on whatever they can. And they're not able to produce quality because like i said you got to have the motivation behind what you're making if you don't have the motivation then you don't get too creative into making the project or the process um there are people out there who have been very successful so it's it's a weird market to get into or a business some people instantly like they flourish instantly other people they just they they get in over their head way too quick let's talk about that for a sec why why do you think what do you think the draw is for people to quit their jobs to do this full-time do you think it's the money do you think it's because they think it's fun do you think it's both well i think everybody's official dream is to not work for somebody else and it's you know they want to work for themselves they want to like you know it's some people will get the idea of a quick get rich quick scheme. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure some people think that, you know, that'll pop into their head instantly. And when they realize that it's a lot of work, um, for example, that suit back there, mm -hmm. that it took me about a year to make. Now, could I have done it in under a month? Yes. But I had a full time job because that costs money to make. Now, for you those who are listening, disposable income to do this. For those who are listening, props, what are you pointing to? What is it? I have a Space Marine from Warhammer 40K, uh, the Silver Skulls branch to be precise. Um, and it stands seven foot two. So, so yes, those who aren't stilts, watching the YouTube, stilts in it. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Like it is. And, you know, it took me a amazing. year to make. And that was just working nights and weekends whenever I had free time. Let it be like, okay, I got 30 minutes of free time. Okay, I'll, you know, I'll mold and cast some freaking uh, purity seals. And that's, you know, that's what I did. So, which is amazing. So those of you who, who don't watch the YouTube channel, after we air this episode, we're going to have um, props take a picture of everything that we're referencing that he's showing off on the channel during the interview. And then we'll post it in the Discord chat so you so everyone can see what we're talking yeah. about. You guys need to because see this stuff because it's amazing. It's it's nuts. It's really nuts. Um, but uh, yeah, no that that took me a year. Um, unbelievable. And there's other things like a lot of people like if helmets. Helmets are a great way to make profit on some, something like you know being a maker because they're quick, they're small, and you know, it just doesn't require a lot of time and research and you know, the in-depth on it. 
freaking I can throw a helmet together in a day. Less than. Um, actually, here. A lot of people in the prop community were doing these one-day builds. This is a mask from For Honor, the game. Awesome. And it took me like two hours. What's it made out of? EVA foam. That's Literally, it is like foam that is glued together and then painted. Most of my stuff is made out of EVA foam. I do dabble in like, you know, mold making and casting and mm -hmm. all that. Um, but uh, I've also done a few fiberglass builds. And that's just a painstaking process. So what? I don't. What I want to have. <laughs> Like what sparked it for you? What? So I've like let's let's start at the beginning. <laughs> you know, so let's start at the beginning. So we're just all, so everyone knows we have, our, we have our yeah. <laughs> in a so the year is two thousand and eight. <laughs> um, so for some of the people who know me, uh, I am prior military. After getting out of the military. I developed an issue with sleeping where I don't. Um, and my wife can contest to this to where I'd be awake for 24, 48, 72, you know, hours at a time. And then I'd pass out, just pass out, just I'm done. One night I am playing, I think it was Halo 3 on my Xbox. And I'm running around as Master Chief. And I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking sweet you know i was like i really like how they did his caught you know the armor on it and all that and then i was just like something just clicked in my head i was like i want that i want a master chief suit and i got on google because google's your best friend <laughs> and your worst enemy and your worst enemy and i found people actually making Master Chief suits. And they were doing it through uh, a program called Pepakura. Basically, they load a 3D image into it, and then you can cut it to lay out on two-dimensional paper. And I was watching them build it, and I've, I've probably cycled through it tons and tons of times, because when it gets into like actually making something, research is your best friend. The more research and freaking concept pictures and photo art that you can grab, the better. Especially from different angles. Different so, angles are key. On that, what like what what did you grab? Did you grab other people's designs, like how they did stuff? Did you grab the stuff well, from the game, concept art? So what I did, mm -hmm. and the maker community is actually very open mm -hmm. and willing to share and help each other make stuff which is awesome. What I did is first, you know, I scroll through all the pictures of people who have built the suits. Mm -hmm. And it just made me want to make them even more. And then I was like, what do I need to do this? And so I just started <clears throat> doing the research on that, found out that the program was called Pepakura. It's a free software that you can download. Mm -hmm. Um, I downloaded it. They have a pro version that actually lets you go in there and edit and clip and cut and, you know, do where you want, 
at different mountains and valleys on the paper. I don't have any of that anymore because I branched off from doing the fiberglass, but mm -hmm. this is the fiberglass version of it. Um, and other people have made programs from since then, but once you have that, you need a printer that prints cardstock because cardstock is your most durable paper. I can see that. You would print everything out on a two-dimensional plane of cardstock, and then you would cut it out. And it's a painstaking process to cut these out because it's just a bunch of little angles and cuts and snips and snips and snips. And some of them are 256 pieces that you're going to end up gluing together. Damn. <laughs> now, Jeez. for me, I, uh, I looked around, looked around, looked around, and I found people who just uploaded the files for free. And they're like, set your, because in the settings of the Pepecurry, you can set it to scale for size. You know, if you're six foot above, you know, if you're six feet tall, set it to this. If you're, you know, five foot seven, set it to this. Mm -hmm. People that actually, like, they sit and take the time to figure these out, and then they upload the information. And that's the best part about the maker community. People are willing to help one another. Which is really cool, because that's not something you see a lot of nowadays um i know we've bitched about this before especially with the nurkies on wandavision like there's not a lot of human kindness in the world right now hmm. and that's just refreshing to hear something like that that yeah. you know it's and props i don't want to let me preference i don't want to say that i was saying that you were stealing ideas or anything when right. you were referencing um this is coming from a pure ignorance that i don't know what how you do stuff so i want a preference that i wasn't accusing yeah. it no in even in the make community there is theft it happens people will steal somebody's files like this that suit mm -hmm. um yeah it's of my own design but the base template was somebody else's okay just someone that but, someone just put up right and i've made the alterations to where i saw fit and i was like well i don't like how they did that i'm gonna do it a bit different sure um and there is theft i've seen people sit and um take the time to mold something out of clay to perfection cast it you know mold it cast it and then sell it and somebody buy it and then they make a mold and cast of it and advertise it as their own which is bullshit and it happens it's it's like anything like intellectual property stuff like right, that. right. software mm -hmm. it happens in every no matter what you do, doesn't make it right. But I mean, it's, it's, it's such a great community to be a part of and people are always willing to help me one another. I've <laughs> put out for commissions. I've had people make like 3D design me things uh, in the beginning because it's just, it wasn't one of my expertises. And when I received the commission back, I sent them another message say, would it be all right for me to sell this? Because technically I paid for it. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, yes, I get a yes back. They're like, go ahead. That's Just, cool. And but most people will be like, you know, at least give me a plug. And of course, I'm gonna give a plug. You you produce good work. I'm gonna say, you know, this file was created by right. So and so. So you know, we see that a lot in the content creation community too you know i mean we've seen it with our avatars and logos and all the shit that we either make or we you know if you're mm -hmm. uh, artistically you know 
inept like me, you have somebody else make it and then you do all the fun stuff with it. But like, um, like my avatar and some of my logos and stuff, I had that commissioned out and that was, uh, you know, Tumble did those for me, um, which I hope yeah. have her oh, on she's sometime soon. Freaking great. And, but I, I made, you know, that was something I made clear with her that, or, you know, I made sure that was clear that, can I use this for other things within like my brand and things that I'm doing? She's like, it's yours, you know, do, do what you will with it. And that's how most people mm -hmm. are. My, my logo I had made from Fiverr mm -hmm. and some guy, and I think it was Pakistan that did it. It's like, same thing, it's yours, you know, but I just wanted to, that's something you always want to clarify, you know, like, can we use this for branding? Can we use it for that? Like our logo that we have behind us. Uh, we can't, we went through the same thing with that. So it's, um, I'm hearing a lot Absolutely. of similarities, like with, uh, with what, what you're doing here. Cause I mean, you're part of the content creation community too. Uh, cause it's props also streams and, uh, and, uh, that that's something you hear a lot, like going way back earlier when you were talking about, you know, people quitting their full-time job and wanting to try to do this full-time. You see that a lot and it's, it's there's some dream chasing going on there and there's people that are realistic about it. And there's people that are just like screwed. I'm going, you know, balls deep on this and we're going to try it. And a lot of them, I mean, it, it's tough. It's, it's mm -hmm. near impossible to go full time with whether it's what we're doing, what you're also doing or what you're also doing <laughs> with, with the, the prop making, you know, it's, uh, yeah. and I like that really resonated with me, what you said as far as, um, you taking commissions, but you're only going to take commissions on things that you enjoy making. Yes. And I think that's what we try to do on the content creation side too. We're going to play and stream stuff, but we're not going to do it because it's popular necessarily. We're going to do it because we enjoy it. Now, if it's popular and we enjoy it, that's a, that's a plus. That's but just a plus. Yeah. It's you can, just you, an added happy accident. It shows when we're playing and entertaining and doing stuff on something, a game that we don't enjoy or a topic that we don't enjoy <clears throat> versus, you know, something that we're having fun with. And I'm sure that would show in your work too, that, mm -hmm. you know, if it's a um, particular media set, uh, a video game, movie, comic series, whatever, and it's something that you enjoy, you're probably going to put more little fine details and personalized touches and things in it than, you would if it's something that you could, you know, give two shits less about. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. So like all of our episodes, we have a talking points. Um, and we're going <laughs> to skip around like we always, yeah, we're going to yeah. skip around like we always do. Like we've kind of gone into talking point like number six right now. Yeah, so no, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> jump back and forth. So we're gonna hit them. Well, we're uh, it's just it's just it's just, it's just uh, it may not make sense because uh, I was looking at the talking points. I'm like, oh, we still gotta go back to the history of cosplay. Uh, there's thing, Chris. We're the only ones that can see the list. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it doesn't. Just so if it sounds like we're jumping around, because we are. Because again, mm. Kyle and I don't know shit about this. Hmm. And I, that's why we are so excited about this episode. Actually, hmm. our next couple shows um, that we have coming up, we don't know shit about. We know we like it. Mm -hmm. I like this thing. I want to talk about this thing. And I want to talk to people Even about if we don't thing. like it. Even if we don't like it, we're still going to talk about it. That's what the show's about. Well, I mean, and I like right. learning about things. So that's that always helps, even if it's like a topic that I'm not mm -hmm. like particularly passionate about. Like I like 
learning. Yeah. I like hearing people's side of it. You know, like this stuff I like, you know, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought this was cool. And, and uh, just seeing the stuff that props make, seeing the stuff that Tumble makes, like all of our friends that we watch mm-hmm. make stuff is, you know, it's cool. And it's fun to support them. Like right before, you know, we might have been a little bit late getting on the call because me and props were in. Uh, and we were helping out a friend. Helping out a friend that was streaming her uh content or her uh what was she making tonight something uh that she's always know. making something who was it i don't i who don't know it, it was suspicious tumbleweed suspicious tumbleweed. Oh, okay suspicious tumbleweed. and the one honestly, who did you guys' avatar stuff right mm-hmm. yeah she okay. does our avatar stuff she takes on great commission work and if you guys get on twitch i go give her a follow watch her stuff she's yeah. talented as hell very unique style about mine mm-hmm he has, yeah, she, I definitely need to contact her about my stuff then. We, um, we push her through a hype train to level five tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. Uh, cute, she didn't know it went that high. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. let me, while you guys are talking, let mm-hmm. me go find her so I can. Is she in our Discord? Possibly. She might be. Uh, so, like what Chris was talking about. So, we'll, we'll kind of round back around while he's uh, searching things on the internet. All right. So, uh, the so, for her, so, I, so I can contact her. Where yeah. <laughs> Where's the history of cosplay? Um, ah. And so maybe I'll search it later. See, I found like two references, like kind of where it started. There's one that um, goes back to the. Uh, Did you find the one that was from like 1939? Oh, from 1908. Yeah, you found one 1908? Yeah. Was it ye old role playing shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ye that, old like, Coca Cola? Yeah, they didn't even have to be like ironic about the uh, terminology and things like that's just what it was. No, it was uh, so the one that, that we talked about before was like 1939, Nine. world's first mm-hmm. science fair. So the big, you know, the world's is that would that have been? Let's see, New York City's first world, world science science fiction convention. Convention, mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, sci-fi guru Forrest J. Ackerman donned a cape and ties to portray a pulp-inspired futuristic entity at that convention so that's like i guess that would maybe be your first comic-con cosplayer possibly introduction right um so there is a reference back to 1908 where mr and mrs william fell a cincinnati ohio couple attended a masquerade ball in costumes depicting mr skygack and miss pickles martians from a newspaper comic that first ran in the chicago day book huh that's nuts I mean, this is why I like doing you can probably the show trail it back stuff. even further to like, you know, when China did it because China does everything first. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Sorry. No, it, China um, did it. You're not wrong. The Simpsons did it. You're not wrong. So. The Simpsons did it. There it is. The Simpsons did it. So on that note, there was also, when I was looking at this, Morojo is widely regarded as... Well, if you go by this article, a couple articles I was reading, as the mother of cosplay, basically. He so they said, coined the term, the, yeah. Okay, they said that um, her real name was Myrtle Rebecca Douglas Smith Gray Nolan. Holy oh. shit. That's Born in 1904, died in 1964. Apparently, uh, they said, or something, Moro Joe or Myrtle R. Douglas is a science fiction fan, fanzine publisher, and cosplay pioneer from L.A. Basically, they said she designed all the costumes for this 1939 event. 
for people to wear. Oh, okay. That's I what you were talking. You said Morjo, and I was thinking maybe you're mispronouncing the dude's name in Japan who coined the term. My, my mistake. No, 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 no. This is this is the one who um, this is the one who they said is uh, they coined as the mother of cosplay. So um, that's great. And what? Okay, costuming. Costuming props. Who are you talking about? Since we're talking about history. Uh, I'm trying to figure. Uh, I'm trying to remember here. Takahashi, guys. Takahashi. I think that was the guy. He attended. What was it? It was a. It was a world was, science convention. Was it a world science convention in 1984? Yeah, that's it. And like he went on and he wrote his article. Um, about how like the people were showing up in costumes and how cool it was. And I, I can't pronounce the Japanese term that he used, but he, it translates to cosplay. And like, that's when the term got coined. Which is awesome. And it took a while to actually catch traction. I don't think it came around until about the 90s is when it really started getting mainstream being used by all the people going to the convention uh, so. a similar article i was reading which i never even thought about putting the the two together with cosplay in this particular instance is the rocky horror picture show um from 1975 oh yeah mm -hmm. i mean that's 100 that's what that is like tim curry the you know you know, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. I've never been to a live showing of it and I need to go. I, just, I do too. I heard it's great. I heard this like an experience about seeing. There is yeah. a theater in my city that plays it at least once a month and people come dressed up like the characters and they get up on the stage and they <laughs> literally voice it word for word and do all the actions word yeah. for word. And it is I've, insane. If that's not cosplay, that if that's, that's not fandom, are. I don't yeah. even know, you know what would be. So. Right. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, the article I was reading, so Prop said that, you know, 90s is when it started getting a little bit more mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, the article I was reading said 84 is where I guess they quote unquote termed it, or, uh, yeah. uh, coined it, the cosplay. Right. And then, it, you know, it was kind of there. But then it goes back to our role-playing episode. It was the dorks. It was the nerds that did it when they got together for these conventions. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't mainstream. The timing of it, and so late 80s, early 90s, seems to really coincide with the rise of the popularity of Japanese animation in America. Because that would be, I mean, it's been, you know, it's, it's not, anime is not just, you know, regulated to like, oh, it started in the 80s, it's been around forever but the it becoming popular in the western world in in american that uh, was probably i would say late 80s early 90s with mm -hmm. um i go with mm -hmm. that i say like with your, with your dragon balls and such coming out and dragon balls yeah. well i mean then that goes back to what i was talking about earlier with uh the research watching tv playing video games mm -hmm. concept art well, it's like, you know, there's Dragon Ball. Before that, there was Robotech. Yeah. Robotech came over in 85. Um, that was the year before Transformers the movie. 
Robotech was a combo of like four different shows. Mm -hmm. But that's when that was like one of the first introductions. You had Akira, which was 86. Oh, it was, I thought it was later 80s. Was it? Maybe later. But, but it's all around, you know, you've got the Robotechs, you've got the Dragon Balls, you've got. It was 88. It was 88. Okay. So it was much later then. But it, it, around that time period is when it was just a magical time for us who've never seen that because you know we had like the thundercats the transformers stuff like that and yeah. it that's the americanized version and then we get the big eyed bright hair um strong bad versions of what an anime character should look like <laughs> and all their, yeah 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 you know they're gonna have big eyes and they're gonna fly through the air and they're gonna have hair Consummate Vs. That's it. Consummate Vs. That's <laughs> the strong bad version. So, um, it's just really cool how it took off. Oh, we think it's cool how it took off. I'm sure you know it was a slow going back then. I don't know because I was a wee lad back then. Well, I, kind of, I look at the way things are popular now, and this is this right. is just veering way off into the nerd side of things. And but it's. It, I'm, no, I'm gonna bring it back. We'll get around. back on track, guys. This, Don't no, worry. This is gonna make sense. I have a point. Eventually, they'll get there. But it doesn't matter. It's our show. Like our age group of people, and I'm I'm trying to really avoid being that guy. Like, well, and back in my day, and these kids now, but like our age group of people. So we grew up with that first wave of uh, anime cartoons becoming more mainstream, with things showing on like Nickel was it Nickelodeon, Adult Swim. As we got a little bit older, Adult Swim, USA, USA, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so those cartoon cartoon train, the release of those, and then the more um, adult versions of things became more popular as we aged with those, Mm -hmm. and um, and so you see the popularity rise as this becomes more accepted until now where it's uh, 100% mainstream. Like it's, you know, I, I wouldn't have worn some of the shirts that my kids wear to school now, back in the day. Oh yeah. Just get beat up for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The crop, crop tops. Yeah. With the tassels. Yeah. You, you knew it. <laughs> you figured it out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the pictures props. Um, I've known I've known Kyle for a while. Um, he's no, him. he's absolutely right though. You, you, you know, a lot of days these kids will wear shirts because they're retro, they're cool, or they're ironic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when we wore the gas station shirts that said Hank, mm-hmm. that we found at the thrift store. Oh, the trucker hats. The trucker hats. Um, back when they were selling the horny goat weed at the convenience stores. Um, still do jinko jeans jinko jeans yes yes and you could hide a dalmatian in the leg of those things i was actually talking to mrs guyver uh i think it was yesterday about the um the guys who used to play hacky sack in the jinko jeans and the hoodies that look like it was made out of like hemp i don't know what it was it's like a like saddle a, blanket is what it looked like yes that's what it looked like and i i don't know what it was i couldn't tell you what it was because i never wear one because i was preppy little bastard um but he was well dressed it, it, thank you um but it's just it's it's like that like that kind of stuff comes back and it's it's just cool now to the kids mm-hmm. oh there's so many um like older anime movies and stuff that like 
I want to watch with my daughter who, mm-hmm. you know, she's, well, she turns uh, 13 tomorrow as of this or this recording. You're going to have a 13 year old. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. yeah. No, so, thank you. They just say, uh, you got it coming, buddy. You, you got two of them coming. Have fun with that. But shit. Um, yeah, like there's so much cool stuff. And like, I'm thinking back to when like I was 13, like I would watch the shit out of the stuff that I'm watching now that I don't want her to watch just yet. And it's not like it's because she's a girl and because I'm boys, like, because I mean, you know, it's the parent side of me. Like, I really want to watch Akira with her, Akira with her but probably can't, probably shouldn't, you know, but she loves she loves anime and we we have this this battle back and forth of like who's watched what and who's finished what and she really rubs it in my face but like i could i could see her you know possibly like this would be a good outlet for her you know socially like she would probably like cosplay she would probably like you know which is cool mm-hmm. yeah that's oh, great dude i can't well, tell you the, the amount of conventions i've been to and People are literally pushing their kids around in strollers, dressed up like an anime character, which or, is awesome. And I don't, I don't see how anybody can talk down on it at all because people do. You've, you've heard it. I've heard uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've never participated in the events, but I've heard the conversation and people looking down. And, and I just, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what the fuck are you doing on Halloween? <laughs> And you're gonna t- exactly. they're gonna dress up as themselves. <laughs> I mean, it you know it, it riles me up a little bit, but you know, you know, I think sometimes that- I dress up like an overprotective dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's me all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, my daughter, she's she's done full. Uh, uh, what was she one year? She was Supergirl one year, and her mom had made her full outfit for her, and like, like it was awesome. It was awesome it was really really awesome and i you know that i was like maybe they'll spark her she want to do some of this and instead of just playing Fortnite all day but you know whatever See, which is well which is cool because i think you guys brought this up earlier it's more socially acceptable now it's easier to be able to role play it's easier to be able to mm-hmm. cosplay easier to pretend yeah back when we were younger it wasn't cool mm, nope you don't you know you don't go around professing that you know on the weekends you go around dressing like goku right or you go to convention you know what are you doing this weekend you know i'm gonna watch football what are you gonna do chris i'm gonna dress like goku and ride around on my carpet (laughs) like carpet it's a cloud you wouldn't understand like you'd get the shit beat out of you Mm -hmm. in school but now unless you found you know your nerd crew which is cool we all had them but now it's like well I've I've seen well okay maybe really it was only didn't. me <laughs> I really didn't eleven people I, in a high school surrounded by cornfields okay so yeah, I, I closeted nerds until the age of like twenty two or twenty three oh, okay so mm. I was lucky I had a graduating class of seven forty six okay graduating yeah, class of that twenty many in my home okay yeah so it was a lot easier for <laughs> me to either. find people <laughs> so okay so if you went to a bigger school it was easier to find places to fit in like mm-hmm. well um props and kyle were off in the cornfields um hitting woods. corn stalks with swords oh, mm-hmm. excuse me the woods hitting stuff with swords mm-hmm. i was able to go to like the conventions and stuff like with my little crew and 
we weren't by no means the coolest crew. Like people would see us and we'd trip over stuff. Um, that's a story for another time. But it, I think it's just more socially acceptable now, mm-hmm. and which is okay. Now there's and there's that's, something I'm kind of seeing, or you know, and you hear about this going to be with any community. And I, for lack of a better word, I would say it would be like hipster nerd, hipster cosplayer community because I was, you know, the whole thing. Oh, I was doing it before it was cool. Um, so you you really you, you started. Uh, you said in two thousand eight, when you you mm-hmm. wanted you wanted to be your own master chief, and you wanted you wanted yeah. to have that. And uh, fun fact to this day, I have never made a master chief suit. <laughs> Wait, that's an important part of the story. It really is. <laughs> and boys and girls, follow through is important. It's like saying, like, hey, I found this cool ring in the river. I probably should take it to that mountain that's on fire, but you know what? No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang no, out here no, in my I, little hobbit hole. I'm calling up my precious, and well, people the amount wonder of, why I do that. The beginning of the amount of fails that I had in the beginning, it was extensive. But so you came in. I would, would you say you came in kind of late in the game, even? Not necessarily about um, your age, as like I, as it's been going. So, so how old were you when you started? Uh. Okay, so grandpa, do you know when? <laughs> <laughs> so I can actually find one other instance before 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in the cosplaying or prop making. Mm-hmm. Um, way back, actually, I was in high school. I did find one little group of people that I hung out with a few times and we did LARPing. And, but to LARP, you need your own stuff. And you can't go to a store and buy that kind of stuff back then. It just yep. wasn't heard of. And this was actually back, I think, in 2000. Like, yeah, about the year 2000. In the year 2000. Um, <laughs> and we had to make our own weapons. Well, what I make most of my stuff out of nowadays, EVA foam, wasn't heard of. Is that it, something new? It. It's not new. Um, it's just lately been more easier to get your hands on. Gotcha. Was it one of those yeah. like rare materials? I guess like for some yeah. people who yeah. are younger. Yeah. And um, but back then it was literally we went to the hardware store, you bought PVC pipe and you put the, the little foam insulation wraps around it and you wrapped it in duct tape. That's how and then you beat Highlander. the crap out of each other with mm-hmm. it. And there was downsides to it, like the foam coming apart and you just getting smacked by PVC piping. Wait, you guys had foam? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But like, as far as like, yeah, I've never really actually finished a Master Chief suit. And I feel to me getting started, I think I came into it at about the right age. Um. Like I said, a lot of this, you need a disposable income. Because mm-hmm. that's not cheap. That Warhammer suit isn't cheap. The uh, suit right here isn't cheap. Even though it looks like just a very little bit of materials, it's not cheap. Um, what is that suit? This is actually my own rendition. on Because my wife wanted to dress up for a Comic-Con. And it is a steampunk armored version of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, cool. Really? Yes. 
Um, she's got like big combat boots with buckles that go like all the way up to like the kneecap. Um, she has the uh, that's awesome. I bought her a pair of like striped freaking leggings or whatever, like little jail cell leggings and everything that goes on underneath it. So, yeah. um, it that was from cool. the game Alice the Madness Returns, actually. Is that a uh, American McGee run or was that? Yeah. The... Yep. Yep. Alice, what is that? Into Madness? Return yeah. to Madness? Alice. Alice the Madness Returns. Yeah, there's yeah, like several yeah. of those. Which is there's a great a suit, game. Yeah, there's a suit like this or an outfit, but it was all cloth. And I, I'm, I'm not a big sewer. I sew from time to time. I had to reteach myself from high, like home ec back in high school. Um, mm -hmm. But I was like, she's like, I want this. And I was like, I can make something like that, but it'll be my own version. And this is what it is. I mean, there's literally actual leather. Hold on, let me get my finger here. Right there. <laughs> really, that's like actual leather. And this um, is made for your wife, you said, right? Right. Okay. And there's actual like belt buckles and there's, you know, leather rivets and all that attached to it. But she probably appreciated that way better than a oh, bought yeah. on copy, you know, right. having your she, flair she in loved it. it. And she went to Comic Con and people. <sighs> pointed it out and what she was and how she was dressed and they loved it and that's really the reason i do it but um to get back on topic did i come yeah. in late in the game no is there really an age was i group? slow there isn't an age group see that's awesome was i slow on actually getting my name out there yes i'm i hate self-promotion <laughs> We don't we'll promote props all day, mm -hmm. but it it's something that needs to be done. And that goes back to the people who try to quit their day jobs and become prop makers. Self-promotion is key. Well, and that so, leads, that segues into kind of what I was thinking about with that question. And I'm going to try to handle this with kid gloves the best I can. Um, just not necessarily within the maker community. This is this is going to be more focused on the the cosplay side. So you have oh, oh cos yeah. you have cosplayers who became influencers because of their cosplay. You have influencers who get into cosplay for the sake of being an influencer. And I think it's fairly easily easy to discern the difference between the two. Um, and it's just from, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not in the community. I, I'm not at the Comic-Cons. I'm not on the forums. I'm not involved with this. I'm just, this is an outsider looking in. Um, and I, I related a lot back to content creation because that's kind of what I'm more familiar with. Um, mm -hmm. You see... It seems like that shift is going back to the cosplayer as an influencer instead of an influencer as a cosplayer. You see what I'm saying? Would you say that's accurate? Like, I, can you ex explain that a little more? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm following I'm, you, but I don't I, know. I'm, if I'm kind of following you. you, but I'm not following you. So. I know what you're. I, I know. I know where you're trying to get at. So the reason Kyle's saying it, how he is. We don't want to alienate anyone who's listening to this who mm -hmm. may be in this category, like any of the stuff we do. We're not here to judge you. No, absolutely no. not. Cosplay is art. Art is subjective. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 
to every person. So again, we're preferencing, we're trying to, Kyle is doing a great job of handling it this way, mm. but we don't want to alienate anyone and we're not bagging on anyone mm. who does it this way. We're just trying to get more clarification. Again, yeah. we don't know shit. Um, like, like about women, we don't know shit. Not, not, not a thing. Not a thing. I'm so, okay, still don't know where my kids came from. <laughs> Mine was a stork. Or how they got there. So, but I've seen Disney Junior. Yeah. So, like, uh, you you'll see um, outfits and things that you can tell are purely for the attention or they, they appear to be purely for the attention. They're, they're not, even though, okay. So like you're, you're Alice back there is mm -hmm. a variation on Alice. Yeah. Right. Um, but there could also be Alice in the most, uh, it'd just be in the spirit of Alice because the, the outfit may be extremely minimal and, the only identifying factor are is the color scheme that would match with that particular character. And that was, that seemed like it was a big thing for a long, for a long time. Um, that was big. And it seems like it's shifting back to, I guess you could say more traditional cosplay. Like people are really embracing more of like what you're doing back there. And then. <clears throat> okay. So, um, I get what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, boy, I, I have my own opinions on it mm. and the most I can say is if anybody wants to talk about that to <laughs> reach out to me privately yeah, and I'll discuss it. Um, but yes, um, there, and it still happens like, yeah. you, you can and I'm not saying one side or the other be, is wrong. I'm just saying it seems like there's a shift more back to the traditional yeah, I mean, um, some people who quote unquote call themselves professional cosplayers, and they actually do, they are listed as a professional cosplayer, um, don't exactly wear very much in the sense of uh, cosplay. Um, it's very minimal. Um, the only really, like you said, dignifying marks are the paint or colors, and maybe they'll wear a hat. <laughs> So there's a difference in the Jay Maynards versus the Jessica Nagaris. Jay Maynard, if you guys don't know, was Tron guy. He's the guy who dressed up in the, you know, the unitard with the Tron symbols. And mm -hmm. he did it out of pure love for Tron out of, and you guys correct me around, I think it was a Comic-Con or it was internet. He it was through the internet. I think one of the earlier viral videos, but Jessica Nagiri is most famously known for uh, what was it lollipop chainsaw she was the model on that and she's known for more of the risque um costumes right on cosplay it's so like like kyle's shirt right now is um what's the what's that character called that is the, i know is the fallout character yeah it's it's the the bobblehead guy from from fallout pip, pip, uh, pip. Pit boy. Yeah, okay, thank you. Could you. Be the pit, he, he could be the pit boy, yeah. Pit boy wears like a, a jumpsuit, basically. Am I right? Yeah, and it's like, overalls. That's, that's overalls. Mm -hmm. Or coveralls or whatever. Coveralls. Yeah, no, overalls. There would be, be more be, Not overalls. Yeah. There would be some people who would wear. <laughs> 
what in turn is it there'd be some people who would wear um and not we're not saying just girls i've seen guys wear different variations on the suit at least the colors and you can tell what they're going for are you talking about the pictures but i sent I'd you because that was just supposed to be between me and you oh, that's it. <laughs> oh darling um <laughs> they're good i i filed those away uh but like I see like a guy with this six pack wearing just basically nothing except something covering his junk. And he was supposed to be pit boy. Right. And, and I, it's, it goes to like, you know, it's just, that goes back to the influencing thing that mm-hmm. Casey was talking about. Right. You know, some people influence cosplay, some people cosplay to influence. So, yeah. There's two sides to every coin. Yeah, there is. And that's, and, that's what and, I wanted and, to kind of just go down because it, right. it does feel like it's shifting to the traditional side, like the, the, you know, maybe the, the traditionalists were overshadowed by this other style and it seems yeah. like there's, there's more, it, it, there's more well, appreciation I, coming for the, the traditionalist cosplay <clears> than uh, the other now. Well, and let's call it how it is. Sex sells. It does. It it does. Sex it, sells. It really does. And um, you find that on Twitch too. Yeah. You, you know? find that in yeah. any any uh, anywhere you do content stuff. creation, any type of influencer based whatever. I mean, it, it's it's going to be there. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm not saying it's a bad it's a bad <clears> thing. <throat> you know, you play your strengths. All right. And. Uh, you know, I mean, it just kind of is what it is. If it if you can go out and make your money a certain way, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to down you at all. Um, but it, it does seem like there's there's the, the shift away from that a little bit. I mean, you're seeing in the Twitch community, I think. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, like if you get into the make community or the prop building or whatever you want to call it, um, I personally believe that there's never a bad cosplay there's never a bad prop because somebody tried somebody put their heart and soul into something and that's what it is yeah you know and who are you, who are you to shit on it exactly yeah somebody could come and pick apart my my suit actually i pick my suit apart all the time because there are spots where you do see the seams where mm-hmm. i glue things together and it's you know i could be like i don't like it because i can see the seams I don't from, like it because that one cut is slightly off. It's lopsided. Well, from Kyle and I's angle, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. When Kyle first introduced me to props a couple months ago, um, which Kyle still cracks up. He goes, you guys hit it off. You guys just talked about it. I'm like, well, yeah, he's a lot more calm than I am because um, I'm a spaz. <laughs> but a little bit. we have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of similar interests and I loved immediately loved what what I saw there because that's something I can't do. I don't have the patience to do that, and I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just have a lot of appreciation for it. And Appreciate he may that. pick it apart. Well, I'm not just saying it because you're on our show right now. I can kick you out. <laughs> uh, I can hit the kick you out button. Um, but I really do. It's it's to me it's interesting, and I love it. I love this kind of stuff. And he may pick apart, you know, I see a seam, I see glue, I see some imperfection. From my angle, that is perfection. I think it's amazing. Yeah. 
you're always more critical I mean, of your own stuff like right yeah every artist is gonna be his own worst critic yeah well, and it, ha- it happens and that's what makes you brings good. Us back to artist subjective mm-hmm. yeah. artist subjective and my personal opinion like we just talked about you shouldn't shit on someone else's art never never they pour their heart and soul into it literally i'll go to comic cons and yeah i've seen what people would classify as bad costumes or bad props bad this bad that but you people got to realize is they sat in their house or their garage or their workspace or wherever they were and they used what they had and the knowledge that they had to make something for something that they loved Mm -hmm. so and Again, My first gun was made out of cardboard and duct tape. My first Highlander sword that when we played Highlander in high school, we'd have the swords in our uh, trunks. And this is way, this is when it was still okay to have this kind of crap in your car. Um, I had a katana and it was like you said, it was PVC pipe with duct tape for the handle mm-hmm. and insulation around it. And you know, my katana would lose to my friend's two-handed bastard sword all the time. Like, I would get demolished. <laughs> and I remember my parents would go, why do you have bruises? I'm like, I fell down the stairs. Um, I was playing football like a man. Like, <laughs> football! Right, um, Oscar. Back but when it's it was December, okay. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, you know, it was a shitty, shitty sword. Like, I thought it looked cool. I had a lot of pride in it because I had black duct tape for the handle. Right. And to me, it was gold. So it's one of those, don't yeah. shit on other people's stuff. I mean, mm. you can just bag on them in the privacy of your own home. You shouldn't do it anyway. But don't tell it to their face. Don't tell someone what you did is not worthy. Absolutely. I would like I, to I see you do better. With that. You know? And if you can do better, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Give, give them advice. Give them somewhere yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, some of the people that like what I do, mm-hmm. some of them live by close by and they go, well, I kind of want this and I want that. And I was like, I won't make it for you, but I'll help you. Yeah. Which is awesome. Now, Props, who was that that walked by? Uh, that was Mrs. Props. Oh, I love Mrs. Hi, Mrs. My, my biggest supporter. Uh, if you all don't know, she is on all his streams. Mm-hmm. She does a lot with him. And uh, she also likes a certain restaurant that I also love. She's on all <laughs> of our streams. She's a, she's a yeah, huge she's supporter. Yeah, she's on all our streams. Everything she's probably that anybody one of the in the community does. One of the most supportive wives I've ever seen, or, or significant others. Yes, um, she is she's my amazing. biggest supporter. Hi, Mrs. um we love missus i love that she's just solely known as missus like that's just well that it's just that's her that's who she is she is she's like that uh like everybody who goes over to their friend's house and they call their mom mom Mm -hmm. hi mom (laughs) hi missus (laughs) she's like her twitch mom i do that too yeah she's oh she is isn't she Mm -hmm. yeah she's in all everybody's streams whenever somebody goes live she's awesome i love her um again she has good taste in restaurants too. Oh my god, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole better, other sidebar. <laughs> you better go take her there. So, um, something interesting that I found, um, what Twitch, uh, not Twitch, props, what props told me when we were going through the initial um, just brainstorming of this episode. 
he told me that and Kyle, I don't know if you're paying attention to this part. Um, Probably not. I think, I think the boy came in. Um, the MCU phase one is really when cosplaying took off. Yeah. Which I had no, I did not realize that. I, I just thought it was the, just the rise of, you know, uh, more mainstream stuff, but it makes complete sense. Why, when, why do you think it happened? When, why do you think that happened? Okay. So <laughs> for us, slightly older folk i want to you know <laughs> we grew up on this stuff we grew up on comics we grew up reading about iron man when it was a poorly illustrated person with a bucket on his head basically you know and like just little rectangles for eyes and a mouth mm -hmm. we grew up on this uh star wars we grew up on star wars we know the first three films. We knew when, actually, when the first film came out, there wasn't even a possibility of the next few because back then movies were just one-offs, you know? And we grew to love it because of what it was. And then now it's, they're, they're putting out all this MCU stuff and all that. And it's like, like most, like you said, Guyver, it's everything's becoming more mainstream. And they saw Iron Man and literally I cannot tell you the influx of Iron Man builds that littered the freaking uh, the forums. The So is that what the, you saw in 2010? Like a lot yeah, of there was just an influx of Iron Man suits being made. And you go to Comic Cons and you see 20, 30, 40, 50 Iron Man. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it was insane uh and as more of the mcu movies came out people started dressing up like other things from the mc universe uh when i built my um warhammer suit uh this is actually the second rendition by the way the first one was haphazardly constructed and took me like maybe two months to put together because i was in a rush and i wanted it before a comic-con event convention um i uploaded progress pictures to one of the forums that I was a part of and somebody messaged it's nice to see something other than an Iron Man suit wow so I think and go ahead people are going to make what they want to make I'm not going to dog somebody for making an <laughs> Iron Man suit personally I would love to build an Iron Man suit and literally have it standing right back there <laughs> which okay which which armor Oh, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Because there's a lot of different builds you can do. So, okay, let's go to the very first one, the Mark One that he built mm -hmm. in the movie in the cave. <clears throat> Iconic as hell because mm -hmm. it looked very close to the comics. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Now, if I could take, um, that mark one and alter it to where it was the comics mm -hmm. i'd build that and then i'd build maybe like now me being you know the larger than life kind of builds <clears throat> where i'm you know need stilts and mm -hmm. such maybe a hulkbuster because that'd be fucking epic it would <laughs> i was i was thinking of you with your big stuff the hulkbuster yeah the hulkbuster yeah. be awesome or the um power lifter armor or I tell you what I would love to see you do because just because I've seen what else you can build, 
the accessories with it, the original um, War Machine armor. I could. Because I was thinking that too. You know, you have all sorts of accessories you can do with that. Right. So, if you'll excuse me one sec here, guys, Kyle's going to handle the next question. Okay. I'll be right, right back. And so that that kind of leads into what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about getting in late in the game. I wasn't necessarily like thinking like age and stuff like that, but this the whole MCU thing really is. Um, I mean, it, it was a, a catalyst for, the door. for so many things, you know, with with comic cons and cosplay and prop making and introducing people to comics and you kind of started sending people down this rabbit hole where some people are going to like it just for the movies and they're good with that. But then you're going to yeah. get the people that like it and they're going to go, you know, we talked about this in another episode where, okay, well now I want to go into the source material. Well, now I see that there's these yeah. conventions going on. I go to the conventions mm -hmm. now. I see like, oh, there's all this other shit that I've never even heard of within Marvel, outside of Marvel, within DC, outside of DC, all these other comics and properties and things that I think it just kind of opened up, you know, helped by making things more mainstream. Um, I don't think their intention was to make it acceptable. Their intention, of course, is to make a buck. But yeah. the, uh, it, the, the great side effect of it was like, you get more people interested in things, you get more traction, you get more people maybe inspired to start making stuff. Um, because I, I think before this, you know, comics were always going to hang in there. They're always going to be around. They're always going to influence media and things like that to a certain extent. They weren't big. And now you see just more and more content coming out that's outside of the MCU, that's outside of Marvel, that's getting thrown out there on, well, not really the big screen right now, maybe your home screen. Like, you know, I was telling Chris before this started watching the boys, which made me want to start reading the boys, which is like, okay, this is my new thing now. I really like this. I never would have came across it without all these, you know, paths crossing. And so uh, I got off on a tangent with that. But um, <laughs> the whole thing of, you know, I've, I've just wondered if there was, and I'm sure there probably is a group of the old school guys and gals have been doing it forever that maybe have a negative opinion on those that are coming in just because it's popular now or just be, they just decided to start doing it because okay well now it's popular and it's accepted i want to start doing it now um i'm sure there is a group out there kind of like that and you know everybody's personally i believe everybody's entitled to their own opinions yeah um but as far as like the make community, I mean, I could point people to like punish props or bullpen props or SKS props, or, you know, these guys have been doing it for a while. Um, there's even a guy, uh, evil Ted. He was actually in, in the industry for movies. And now he's showing people, these are the tricks of the trade. Mm -hmm. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And he, by engaging in the community and helping out people is publicity in itself. Mm -hmm. And it makes people come back now. Okay. I could sit and do videos upon videos and videos of how, you know, like, Oh, look at this cool thing I made. Look at this cool thing I made, or I could turn around, make a few videos and, you know, how do I say this? Or I can make videos on, um, I can make a few videos on how to teach people how to do it. Mm -hmm. And that gives them the 
ideas to get started. And then if I want, I can be like, okay, here's a basic template for a helmet. And then when I sell that for five bucks, and because most people will sell their templates for very cheap because it's just a base template. Yeah. You can sell a template for very cheap, but people will still come back because you're giving food for thought. I will sit and watch other prop makers make stuff for days because everybody's got a different method. Everybody's got a different technique. Somebody might have a better technique for sealing some, like sealing my, the foam than what I have or how to cut it differently or how to cut it easier. Exactly. Now, yeah, there's people who, you know, they want to guard their secrets. And um, evil Ted Smith, he will, he tells that almost all the time. And like a, a lot of his videos is I'm showing you secrets that people guarded. They, cause they, that's, that's their job. That's how they're employed. They think that like these things, and we keep rounding back to this. We've done another episodes too with the, the launch of the MCU and all that. There's a whole, I'm seeing this whole um, additional avenue, additional revenue streams that people are finding now from, yeah, they were, they're one, maybe they start off as a passion, then they start maybe making a little bit of money, selling their props. Um, these movies hit, it gets popular. Everybody's wanting to do it. More money selling things on commission. Now people are wanting to learn to do it. More money in videos and uh -huh. instruction and things, showing people how to do it. Like there's this like trickle effect just from that. That's, um, you know, you, you think of the maybe the the boom to the industry of being just okay. Well, everybody's wanting to, you know, uh, do this now, and not everybody has the the skill set to be able to make something. But there are, you know, people have money sometimes and they're they'll commission these yeah. things out but then there you get the there's also that market of teaching people how to do it um oh yeah which is also able to be monetized i mean okay so yeah there's the method like you can make money teaching people but you're giving them the ability to do it right so hopefully it's just like a one-time thing that you're you know having to teach somebody people that come to me for commissions and then I hit them with the price and people sometimes don't realize the price to make things. Um, but before they leave and I've had a lot of people get it turned down because they, once they hear the price, they're like, Oh, Oh, um, I didn't think it costs that much since it's just foam. Foam isn't cheap. Foam is not cheap for a, like two foot by four foot piece of foam, it's like 25 bucks and it's not going to make you a whole lot, you know? Um, and then, you know, you got to charge electricity and all the other materials because I'm using my electricity. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to charge somebody for electricity because I'm using it. Right. And then it's time, paint, um, and, you know, skill now, but before somebody leaves on like, they're like, they get turned away. I'd be like, look, don't, get like don't fear about the price you can do this yourself it doesn't take very much to get into and then i'll give them a list of people like videos to go and watch i was like mm -hmm. go check out this forum go watch these people it's very simple 
now yeah okay um with the mcu going and then you know people are like oh i can make that and i can make money from it yeah the market gets saturated but once people realize that um some people's skills aren't up to par the market fixes itself right unfortunately um so so i'm back all sorry about that um, I good. we're good it's i will tell you guys i had my uh, second covid shot and i'm feeling wonderful right now not sick and achy at all and terrible so you uh, look 100 if i get up right this now. is fine yeah Percent, i, I always age. look like this <laughs> you suck <laughs> you, look, you look on your a game right now oh yeah i look great um mm. what part are we on right now uh, uh we were talking about the market and stuff okay the market I, mean, I you know and i could go back to the point of like uh you know people just starting out in cosplay and everything mm -hmm. like i was telling you and i actually have my very first helmet that i ever made still here and it's made out of cardboard and automobile bondo i think i've seen that one still and hot glue yeah hot that's glue. the one you showed me i think <laughs> hot wait, glue he, wait he's gonna bust it out hot glue which is still awesome because really like for those one. of you who aren't looking again this will be posted it is a yep. boba fett helmet yeah it's a, a mandalorian helmet yeah is it fat um, specifically or is it just a mandalorian? It's not fat. It's, okay, it's fat. red on the fat. it is not fat. Not fat. This is not green fat. right in the middle, right? Um is it? Now I'm question myself. This, Shit. Uh his, I, think he, I think it is green. his is uh yellow and green, I believe. If I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, this is made out yeah. of cardboard, um, automobile bondo, and a grinding shield. Which is awesome, still looking. And I didn't know how to pad the inside because I didn't want to get stabbed in the head by like hot glue and everything. So I went to Michael's and bought the little package of foamies, the mm -hmm. little, you know, freaking, what is it? Uh, eight by 12 or whatever, basically pieces of paper of foam. And I cut it up and I put it in there. And it doesn't fit my head. Um, it squishes my nose, but it's my first helmet that I ever finished. So it's, it's very dear to you then absolutely and i keep it to know where i came from where i started at which is awesome it's again like props was saying earlier your failures if it's if you don't consider it a failure it's not a failure if you consider it that not your best work and you learn from it to me that's not a failure and that is something you learn from so my my generalization of fail when in the prop making industry it actually goes back to i i watch a lot of adam savage stuff God, like the guy yeah. builds great and his acronym on fail is first attempt in learning you don't fail at something you find a way not to do it i love that we're gonna have to have props back for a mythbusters episode you can already tell <laughs> Love um, something that i want to talk about here is we talk we you know we tiptoed around the cosplayers mm -hmm. i want to talk about some well-known cosplayers because there might be some people that our listeners know there might be some people that we know um and this is something we kyle props and i have touched on before when we were when we were brainstorming about this episode 
the majority of what you're going to find for the famous cosplayers, quote unquote, air quotes, it's going to be female. Yes. Why is that? And we don't have to tiptoe around this part because we've already tiptoed around everything else. But okay, why is um, it? <laughs> I can actually, I can, I can sum this up in one bit. Majority of nerds are guys. Mm -hmm. And what do guys like to look at? Boobs. Schematics. Schematics. <laughs> Schematics. Football. Padding. Football. <laughs> it's um, and it goes back to what you said earlier: sex sells. Mm -hmm. It really does, and like so, if you do a wiki lookup of famous cosplayers, there's two guys on this list. Uh, one is uh, Jay Maynard. One, is the other Carlos? Uh, Gypsy Crusader. Oh, which I don't know who he is. He's a journalist. Oh, he's a former Muay Thai fighter too. Oh, that was oh and a convicted Blanchard. no and a convicted felon uh that's apparently his mugshot that they're using well that's cool instead of a cosplay picture um i'll tell you one thing that i have seen a lot more of lately in the cosplay community is you've got a lot more celebrities that do it now too which is cool because they're letting their inner nerd shine mm -hmm. um, the ones that are doing it for fun but then um you have a lot more porn stars doing cosplay lately too. The reason I, I say this is because um, I did another search, not for porn. That's another search. <laughs> but just, just because I saw like, if you look on here, like Tanya Tate, it says, if you just scroll through the list and pornographic actors, if you do um, pornographic actors and actresses who do um, cosplay, it's more than you would think. No, let me pull up my incognito it, it, tab and we'll get. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter who you are. If you enjoy doing it, do it. Absolutely. Are you talking about the cosplay or the other stuff? Well, either. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> either. I mean, I don't think people would pay to see the three of us do anything, but no. um, just like I don't think people would see pay to see me as like uh Hey, look, it's a flabby, uh, overweight, uh, middle-aged Hulk who's uh, short and, uh, oh, look, 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 he's doesn't not matter, all the way dude. green. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter, but... doesn't matter. What I'm saying... You want to dress up like the Hulk? I wouldn't watch that way. Dress up as the Hulk. Uh, I see uh, who you're talking about, Carlos, now with one of his... What is this? It's like a... Is I don't it, know. His, he's, he's mostly known for his medieval Batman. Yes, and that is badass looking. Is, it, is this the list of cosplayers that I'm looking at, or is it a different list? No, you're I looking at the porn stars. I'm looking at the other ones. <laughs> i mean i mean you get into like famous cosplayers i mean you got you know vamp uh yaya han uh mentioned earlier jessica jessica negri mm -hmm. you know uh, uh carlos blanchard which is great uh he, he does some pretty damn good work i mean the list is mostly female um it is unfortunate to see that but i mean that's the profession they chose and mm -hmm. it is what it is. Most of the guys, they want to, you know, spend a year in their house making a fully armored suit and dress that way. It is what it is. So another fan, here's something interesting I found out while going through this. Um, if you look up, let me find her again. Uh, Liz Katz, another famous cosplayer. Liz Katz. That uh -huh. sounds really I guarantee you, Yeah, I guarantee you, you would you would know her if you saw her. Um, just look her up real quick. 
she won best cosplay at WonderCon in 2012. Um, in 2014, she began playing video games live on Twitch and then posting gaming videos on her YouTube channel. This is what I found was really interesting. In 2013, Katz undertook a crowdfunding effort to fund a cosplaying outfit, <coughs> raising $4,690, equivalent to $5,148 in 2019. Who cares? Um, starting from her original goal of $650. Apparently, this prompted a debate in some circles on the use of crowdfunding for cosplay, <clears throat> which I find is very interesting. And this is what I wanted to bring up with you, Props. Is that a thing in the cosplay circle in the community? Like versus doing it yourself Crowd or having crowdfunded cosplays? Mm -hmm. Like having people give you <clears throat> money so you can make something? Mm -hmm. It can be frowned upon. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've seen debates go back and forth on it. A lot of people believe, like the people who disagree with it, they, they believe that it should be something you did on the financial backing that you have that, you know, like me, you know, work a job, have a disposable income. Mm -hmm. Don't expect people to just give you money to get it done so there's so it sounds like there's is this it's, a it's, hotly debated item in the community it, it, it is yes it, it can be uh it can strike some debates um you look at some of the professional cosplayers <clears throat> they cosplay but they have a team that makes the costumes for them it happens just I depends mean, on which train of it just depends on what right. school of thought you're in yeah i i mean it is what it is i uh, i know i personally have a friend back in california who's been trying his dangest to make it into the professional cosplay scene and when i say he is trying to make it into the professional cosplay scene he will cosplay anything he will cosplay a guy he'll cosplay a girl he'll do gender bends on cosplays but he makes them all himself in what I believe is a studio apartment. Wow. When, yeah, like Bender, when he was the gender bender, mm -hmm. he cosplayed. Um, Futurama reference for some of you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's, that's actually a great transition. That's what's cool about cosplay. You don't have to cosplay as a guy. You don't have to cosplay as a girl. You don't have to cosplay as one of the known sexes on Earth. You don't have to cosplay as no. a human. No, I've, 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 I've seen cosplays of dogs. Uh, Dinobot. Yeah, I've seen dogs. I've seen people cosplay <laughs> as R2-D2. Which is awesome. Uh, I've seen the alien from AVP. Really? Yes. That's Epic, awesome. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um so yeah i mean cosplay is what you make it if you see something that's awesome and you want to dress up like it go for it and, and that's what's cool it's again you don't have to be a guy you don't have to be a girl you don't have to it doesn't have to be a sexy cosplay it doesn't have to be a well-known cosplay um take for example one of my favorite all-time cosplayers was world of warcraft guy 
he role played oh, as the yes. dude in the basement with the computer desk. He did it at BlizzCon, and you know, kind of sat there. He had the the wrist wrap, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just sitting there, just clicking his mouse. Um, uh, you know, R.I.P. He died last year of COVID. Um, Damn. Yeah, which sucks because great guy, and that's what he was known as. But that was a great cosplay because immediately it was recognizable. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a property of World of Warcraft either. He did it at BlizzCon because it was relevant to Warcraft. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of shit that's just amazing to me that someone would think, I'm going to do that. Or like Tron guy. Um, yeah. I mean, what are some examples you guys can think of like that? Actually, those are great examples Yeah, of people cosplaying. Um, it, it can be something just so simple mm-hmm. to cosplay i mean i i have seen cosplays at comic cons that i have no idea where they came from because i mean the community is just so vast there's there's really no border on it so is is it okay (laughs) oh good kyle go ahead i'm gonna say is there an uh is there an etiquette there if you see something that you think is just you have no idea what it is but it looks amazing just to be like, you know, I don't know what I don't know what this is, but this looks freaking awesome. What is this? Can you ask them without, <laughs> yeah, them, yeah, yeah can like you ask them, or is it like offensive if you ask someone? It personally, my personal belief on that is, you can't. There's no way to be offensive because when you go to a comic convention, you're literally in a building of thousands of people, like-minded people like-minded people but like i said the there is no border on cosplay someone could be cosplaying from an anime that you've never heard of and nine times out of ten a lot of people will like that dress up like i do or you know anyone else that goes to comic-con they spend time and you know they they want their things to be noticed obviously i'm going to get noticed a little bit more when i'm standing like a foot or two above everybody else Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I my I bring my wife and my son along to every convention, and sometimes Which they dress up. Awesome. Sometimes yep. they don't. My kid loves it, by the way. Um, and I've seen my son literally walk up to somebody and be like, "Like, who are you?" And they'll take the time to separate themselves from the, like all the pictures that they're doing, mm-hmm. and they'll take the time to explain who they are. I've seen my I- wife do it too. They, she's like. I don't recognize this, but it looks great. And a lot of people, they, they, they'll talk about what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to out, you know, uh, too much about your, your personal family because it is the internet. But what age group would your son be in? Because I just want listeners to say, okay, there's an, you know, it's okay if someone like this. I started bringing him to Comic-Cons when <clears throat> he was in the first grade. Awesome. Awesome. So five or six-ish, give yeah. or take. Yeah. And like Pretty. I said, I've seen people at Comic-Cons with infants. Kyle, 12, 13. Um, mm-hmm. But anytime I bring my son and my wife to a convention, <clears throat> my son has the time of his life. I showed him Star Wars when he was just a kid. Like when he was... I think in kindergarten is when I first introduced him to Star Wars and episode four played on my TV for a week straight. That's how you know you're doing it right. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> well and i can't wait for right now my nine-year-old she's going to be 10 this year anything i show her or tell her she's at that age it's not cool she she'll literally look at it for a couple sec seconds mm-hmm. um and you know it's automatically not cool like today i showed her um oh what is it maury Callagy or Callagy Mori, she's a you know a CG anime girl that raps, <laughs> except can flow amazing. Kyle, you'd like this too. Remind me, I'll send it to you later. But she literally looked at it for three seconds, frowned, and put my phone down. So I've got hope for my four-year-old because she likes a lot of the same stuff. So I can't wait to do that kind of stuff, like Star Wars stuff like that. Do we have any Star Wars fans that are listening to this? I hope so. I, I don't think we do. Well, Possibly? I doubt it. I, Probably I don't not. think there's anyone who's asked us to be on the Star Wars episode. Yeah. I'll be. <laughs> um, oh, he has. I'll get a DM later. The hell you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know I, that was a question that just hit, hit me also. I'm glad Kyle asked it because it's like, you don't, some people don't give a shit if they're offensive. No, I mean, a lot <laughs> of, like fine. I said. We just don't want to offend anyone. Um, some people do get a little weirded out by it. Um, can you usually tell those people right off the bat or when they ask? Yeah, they're, they're the like, females wearing almost nothing because they think you're hitting on them. <laughs> <sighs> Which is, to be fair, if you're wearing next to nothing and I don't ar- immediately recognize you, let's say, as Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and all you're wearing is like blue headphones. Yes, or <laughs> or um or Rush the dog from Mega Man, and you're wearing blue head or red headphones. Mm-hmm. You know it, it. That's why I'm gonna ask because you know the majority of us in the community, the nerding community, aren't gonna go up and just automatically hit on you. I mean, you're gonna have your creepos anywhere you are, but we we genuinely want to know. I've, I've been stalked it? at Comic Cons before. It's a little unnerving, but it happens. Really? Mm-hmm. When you, you know, people get very in depth on like some of the builds and people follow you around and they ask questions and questions and questions. And you don't want to be rude and you don't want to get mean to the person. Mm-hmm. But when I wear that, because it's happened when I was wearing that. I, like I said, I bring my wife and my son, but I also bring about two people for handlers because I'm not very, really able to see out of those eyes up there. Mm -hmm. And then I bring another two for security purposes. Which is awesome. Like, I I honestly wouldn't have thought that. Would you, Kyle? Mm, No. That's something I would have thought Like I said, I'm seven foot two and practically blind wearing that. So I need people to clear my path when I'm walking and two people on my side in case like I have to, like, I can't take my helmet off wearing that. The pulp, the, the, like the shoulders and everything, mm-hmm. they move, but they don't move that much. So I need okay. people to take my helmet off. I need people to give me water. Here's, here's a serious question. How do you pee at Comic-Con? Do you have a handler? Do you yeah, have to don't. take it all off? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You no. I um. So <laughs> there's a bag. 
that just, to put this a, on it takes me roughly out. about 30 minutes roughly to put this whole suit on do you need help doing that i do and i need elevated help by like so i put i'll put it on in the parking lot um because obviously i'm not driving in it right you should though that would be I, awesome i can't, I can't. ace ventura style <laughs> um but yeah, it takes me close to 30 minutes to put it on. Um, and I have to get off, like I have to stand on top of my tailgate to put the legs on, then the boots on. And the whole time I got people on my sides where I'm like holding their shoulders and they're helping me get things set up. And it's an event. Before it's an event. event. But it's, it, it is an event because it brings onlookers when you start standing, a, you know, a foot two feet taller than people <laughs> so which is it before any of you get mad you had the same question so don't get mad at me but yeah we um, all thought so <laughs> 30 minutes to put it on um in the convention it takes a little less time to get off when you have to use the bathroom slightly more motivated but yes, it, possibly. It, it does have to be removed to utilize the facilities and like it's foam so it doesn't breathe so i'm sweating the whole time i'm in it and i'll wear it which is nuts for six seven hours and when you got small asian bladder like me that's not gonna happen oh and there's uh, a lot of hydrating going on because you're sweating <laughs> so do they do no, they man. do they give you water through a straw or um, is it so typically i'll literally I, like i'll lean over Somebody will remove the helmet and they'll hold up a freaking water jug and just I'll open my mouth and they squeeze just like at sporting events. You'll see somebody holding water and just squirting. Techno biking style. You're just going and mm -hmm. who would have thought? Like seriously, who would have thought? Like I was the mascot at our college the first year it was there, and I had to wear that thing. The head weighed. 50 pounds and it was a oh, harness yeah. and i probably lost uh, this is back when i was you know skinny and in shape um i probably lost 25 pounds during basketball season it was so hot in there i can only imagine i used to have to have two people help me get just that one piece off i can't mm. even imagine how much help you need with all that that helmet alone doesn't weigh much uh, the two heaviest helmets i have is the first one my Mandalorian helmet. How much is that? Or how much does it weigh? Uh, this one's about mm, two pounds. Just slightly lighter than a helmet, a motorcycle helmet, like a full face mm -hmm. motorcycle helmet. That and, doesn't sound like much, but wear it for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the other one. Oh, look at that. The Scout helmet from halo three i believe it is and this one's actually just a little bit lighter than the other one the foam this one is the other fiberglass by the way look at cool. that that's beautiful um we kind of touched <laughs> on this and this is this is really kyle's question but i'm bringing us back to here it's body painting for cosplay 
Oh yeah. Kyle, Body oh, yeah. Frame. Yeah, let Kyle, why don't you talk about this part and why don't you go on this? So um, you know, as we were talking about, you know, the famous cosplayers and all that, as I'm going through the list uh, while we're discussing looking, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of body paint, a lot of body painting going on in some of it is just freaking amazing looking amazing. It really is like mm -hmm. there's just uh, I can't there was a show that was out a while back that was all about, you know, body painting. And I watched it quite a bit because it's just you know it's amazing um is that how is that in in your opinion how is that received by the community uh body painting mm -hmm. body playing okay let's let's specify this body painting as cosplay yeah specifically okay. as related so, to this subject to okay um now there's like i guess two avenues we can go down this is somebody who will like wear next to nothing and have their body completely painted. You're on both sides of the track on that one. There's some people who love it, some people who hate it. But what I will say, I don't personally perceive it as cosplay in that aspect, but I do see it as art. It is I've seen people do it and it is beautifully done. Art is subjective again. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're wearing maybe something like this, um, but I mean, with this, uh, I mean, there's undershirts and everything that go with it. But if you're just wearing this with, you know, skin showing all around and you have body paint underneath that, like for scars or, you know, maybe some people, they do like that extended neck or where the mouth is down here on their neck mm -hmm. highly highly accepted so i will tell you like if you look on twitch like when all three of us were streamers um props and kyle way more than me i'm just getting into it i've got you know my small little following which is basically my wife when i make her watch me um these guys are great because the whole community is awesome um but when you go on to let's say the twitch app mm -hmm. and then it goes under the recommended because of how many followers are there one of the first things you're going to see is girls who are body painting as cosplay characters cosplaying doing the body which don't get me wrong like the ones who are doing this are freaking amazing like it looks like a real like X-Men latex costume. Mm, yeah. The spandex costume. Like it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, you know, that's why I wanted to find out what the community thinks of because well, you get you well, for those uh mostly I believe are female. I've seen I've only a few seen of them. females, yeah. Yeah, I've only seen uh, only females that do it. And the ones that do it have such an art and such a crap. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing to see them do it. But you end up with both types of people in that chat. Mm -hmm. You end up the ones who are complimenting are and like, you know, asking questions. And then you end up with the ones like, hey, BB. Or nice, nice milkers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because they're talented. Mm -hmm. They're extremely talented. Mm -hmm. They really are like. 
I'm mm-hmm. not telling you guys to go get get off on this, but go seriously check it out because they are. It takes them <laughs> hours to. You know, EGTN recommends getting off at least once on you know the no. It's um, just go watch like once. Like it takes them hours, and it's so delicate how they do it. Like I couldn't do it. I can't draw a straight line. No, it's yeah. Then some, I, some of the then again, why would you want to? Just amazing yeah. at it and. But, you know, you're talking about the chat. I just pulled one. I just searched real quick while we were sitting here talking, pulled one up, and within oh 30 seconds of Two me pulling, yeah. pulling, pulling it up and looking at the chat, there was already, you know, things. Mm-hmm. He's referencing pulling up the chat, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, yeah, you see the chat. It like, happens. Bam, instantly. So it's it, it really is unfortunate, and when we get into, we're going to do an episode on girls and gaming, because that's something I am extremely passionate about, especially since I became a girl dad. I've got two girls as my own. I want them to know, you know, you can do anything you want. If you want to be a gamer, be a gamer. Go based off of your skill, like anything else. Go based off of your hard work and dedication. One of the things that irks me the most is girls who have to show cleavage or wear next to nothing for people to watch them and take them seriously. And I hope that's not like this for, but I think it is for a lot of- Objectification. Thank you, objectification. Just for the people to take them seriously. And I hate that. I really do. And like, Mm -hmm. I know, you know, a lot of you probably think, oh yeah, right, you're a dude. You know, you like seeing boobs. I do like seeing boobs. I love boobs. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I hate that this is what it takes for a girl to get there because I'm thinking, hopefully this won't be one of my daughters at some point in time yeah so we'll talk about that in another episode mm-hmm. i said that's i'm very very passionate about women in gaming um so Heck, we'll talk i got that. my wife gaming just recently and she's loving every minute of it what's she playing uh <laughs> grand theft auto role play <laughs> <laughs> see my wife plays stardew valley and animal crossing that's her thing she loves animal crossing now she's got a couple other games on her pc that uh, she tried the cyberpunk she couldn't get into that um cyberpunk's kind of hard too yeah she's got a motion sickness issue mm. so when you uh, play the that. you know the first person type games mm. that that gets to her yep it's very disorientated from so that. she doesn't want to do vr anytime soon <laughs> or or damn phasmo in vr yeah that was amazing by the way that that, <laughs> that air is gonna be sorry it ever got near me you you showed um, that that to the talk or what is that what you were saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> no oh uh, that was scary um but yeah it's it, again we wanted to touch on the body painting on what the issue is on that i mean we that could yeah. be a whole literally I mean, a whole episode by itself it, it is and it can go both ways like i said um i'm not gonna see somebody i'm not gonna perceive somebody who shows up at a convention you know basically wearing pasties and some underwear and their whole body's body painted it's gonna be cool i'm gonna like the art mm-hmm. that and the time and effort that they put behind it but i'm not gonna perceive it as cosplay um this, this and other thing. people other people might because it's a it's a comic con it's not a mm-hmm. cosplay convention 
And so you have mm-hmm. right all these different representations of it. And I was kind of curious mm-hmm. how the community took it. Yeah. So with that, we have talked about a lot. Like I said, I don't want to get too in-depth into any one subject. I wanted to do a high overview and we did we did dig down into some of this but again we could have a whole episode on anything that we talked about mm-hmm. um yeah. and I, I i plan on actually getting into more into um the props and cosplay uh what it takes to do like our next not the immediate next episode but one of the episodes down the line i want to do with props is step by step how you do it because i don't know what the hell you do it's it's like i said it 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 can be a rabbit hole effect that you get into, but getting started doesn't take much. It's just literally you take the time and you put in the research and you know what you want to build. And even though it doesn't come out the way you pictured it in your head, it's something. Which is cool. I mean, I've, I've got, I, uh, here, helmet. I literally built this helmet completely off of concept art because the game wasn't even released yet. And it was uh, Destiny. This is the Hunter Helm from Destiny. Oh, that's awesome. Now, is it accurate compared to what they have out now? No. It's still cool. But Mm -hmm. it was built out of concept, you know? I mean, I got literally, I got metal caging here. That's actual metal. To me, it looks like a combo of like the Ant Man helmet and the um, what is it, the big boy from Fallout? It looks like one of the Rangers, yeah. From Fallout. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it which is awesome. I still love it, yeah. but <laughs> especially it's amazing that you did all that when the game hadn't even been out yet. Yeah, I, I made the helmet based on one picture because that was all they had released. Was uh, one... that concept art? Mm-hmm. One concept art, isn't that nuts? And then, you so, know, you got people who don't want to do anything like they don't want to do the traditional whatever it is. And maybe they want to go to like the Wasteland Convention. There's re- really only like maybe one or two movies that you can get ideas from for that. Mm-hmm. And most of them being a Mad Max movie. I could see that. But I wanted an apocalyptic version of a dirt bike helmet. So I made my own idea. I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really and it's cool. Kind of got the, you know, I took some scorpion from Mortal Kombat effect on there. I could see that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. that's cool. That's awesome. But yeah. So Kyle, is there anything other questions that you have? On like I said, again, everyone, this is a high overview mm-hmm. with with some rabbit holes like we normally do. I think we hit a lot. Is there anything of... else you want to know on this? Because we no. hit a lot. I think we hit everything that I had off the list and then all the new ones that popped up. So Right, me too. Um, props, is there anything that you want to, before we get into our nerd drum, anything that you want to leave people with? Um, like a last God, thought? There's, or just... there's, there's a few last thoughts. Um, one, if you want to get into it, there is a great community out there. There is tons of people to go and watch, tons of helpful videos. People are always willing to help other people. It is a beautiful community. If you want to get into it just to make money, I mean, I I hope you get successful. Um, Don't piss off the mouse. Uh, 
can you explain that? I know what that means. <laughs> Kyle knows what that means, but some there are some people who don't know what that means. So the mouse is Disney, Walt Disney. They want to keep their money. They don't like people doing that. They shit. don't like people making their stuff and selling it. I have seen people make, even up to recent, the the Mandalorian helmet. Uh, I've seen people make stuff from that and sell it. And the very next day, they go to their mailbox and they have a cease and desist letter. Do they care if you're just doing it as a cosplay and not selling it? Um, in that aspect, go for it. If you're doing it just to cosplay the character because you love the character and you're mm -hmm. not selling it, go for it. Which but is cool. no That's way, shape, cool or money, or no way, shape, or form, do not try to make money on it. No, I think you're exactly right. No way, shape, or money. Yeah. Don't make money on it. Even if you're selling photocopy prints of you wearing it. Goofy will uh, come up and do things to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've even seen people try to. I've seen people try to dodge this system by late, like uh, when Episode Seven for Star Wars came out. A lot of people made Ray's blaster. I have one here myself. I don't know where it's at, but I have one. People try to late, you know, relabel it as a uh, laser blaster. But it's specifically Ray's blaster. Mm -hmm. It is specifically the blaster Han Solo gave to Ray, oh, which is shit. I think is amazing. By the way. Mm -hmm. That her name was Ray and they gave her a blaster. <laughs> a Ray gun, a pew pew. Ray race, blaster. Ray's blaster. Yes. <laughs> but I hope that if you do want to get into it, that you guys make something amazing and it's fun to do it. Uh, go to conventions, meet other people. It's, it's great. Uh, like I said, I do most of mine as a hobby, but if you want to, you know, push it for a profession, go for it. We do have in our Discord channel, if you guys aren't in our Discord channel, you know, we really, really encourage you to come in there because you can ask all our get all our guests who have been on the show are in the Discord. You can mm -hmm. ask them anything. They're not going to get offended. If you want to know more, ask. Um, we have a cosplay channel on there. We also have a prop making channel. I, Kyle, don't we? Or is it the same one? Mm, there's, uh, I think they're separate. Separate. Okay. They are. But if he has something, ask props. He's in there. He's blasted props. Yeah. Ask him. He'll be more than happy to answer. I'm answering for him right now, telling I mean, him that I'm telling him he's going to be happy. Tag me, at me, whatever you want to do. And if I can't answer the question, I'll try to point you in the direction of somebody who can. So we'll, we will also, um, once this episode airs, um, posts, we will have props take pictures good pictures of the stuff that he's shown so those of you who aren't watching the youtube video can see exactly what the, what we're referencing during all this point in time yeah. and props will label it too because yeah. kyle and kyle I mean, and i will just go that's a helmet that's a sweet yeah, I mean, ass helmet <laughs> i mean i got then, you know i got a sweet. red hood helmet i got freaking a couple show the red hood. show the red hood <laughs> red hood is yeah red hood is one of my favorite characters look at that that nice. is sweet if you guys don't know who red hood is look it up 
Um, this guy actually broke because I was in the process of making them when I moved from California. And if you look close across the bridge of the nose, you can see where it fractured. You know what? That kind of reminds me of one of the issues of the comic, so. But it's, uh, I, I reassembled it with Gorilla Glue. Just not in your hair. I was to you all. You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put it in your hair. <laughs> um, yeah, it, we highly encourage you guys. Ask us questions. We love we love for the discord to be active. Like we want the discord to be a little bit more active. So, you know, yeah, ask and, us like, and send me money so I can get more mannequins and display more. No. <laughs> <laughs> and send, and send, send props money. We'll set up a discord link. We'll go fund me. <laughs> um, what with that guys, now it actually comes to one of my favorite parts of the show. I mean, the whole show is just my favorite part, but I love this part. Um, because now is the time on the show we call Nerdrome. Two nerds enter, one nerd leaves. Actually, we're going to do three nerds entering tonight. One nerd uh, will leave, and then, then another nerd will leave, and then another nerd will leave, and two of them will be sad because they lost. So what we're doing here, guys, is we're taking um, characters from nerd culture, pop culture, all all. All from that, and we have a, a randomized list where we'll each be randomly assigned uh, one of these characters. We're going to have a random assignment of an activity and a random assignment of a location. Um, and basically, we're going to do the uh, the old uh, who would kick whose ass uh, debate. But instead of you know just fighting or whatever, we're going to have uh, these random activities usually pretty interesting and so we're, we're going to see we don't know who we're going to get and we don't know what we're going to be doing and we're not going to know where we're going to be doing it and you guys will uh, get to vote on who you think uh was the was the big winner um and to do so you will need to join the discord uh links are in the bio um below in the the episode description so click on that join the discord accept the terms and become a part of the community and participate so um, with that, I would like to note that I have a losing history of this challenge. And that's actually a really cool thing and a good thing. Why is that a good thing? Because like Kyle was saying, everything's randomized. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you have Superman, if the competition is uh, a competitive hugging, he might lose to Winnie the Pooh, who's softer and more cuddly. Mm -hmm. Superman might yeah. squeeze him to death. It doesn't matter. Location matters a lot in this too. The earlier episodes, Kyle and I weren't utilizing the locations like we should have been. Mm. We're getting better. We're getting we're getting a lot better. It's it's new to us too, but I there's love it. There's this, a lot to so. take in with this, but I think I mean it's it's fun. It's and really, we're on the spot. It's probably really fun for you guys if we get somebody that we really don't know much about or anything about at all. Uh, I think that's happened once or twice. I think I think I was gonna say there's a few names on this wheel I'm seeing and I ugh. well that's <laughs> yeah. and that's that's the best part. Um really can test your powers of bullshittery. And uh <laughs> did we ever did we ever did we ever close the last one? I don't think we did. I think it's still up. I need to do that. And well, okay, here's the thing. So we only close it when we do another nerky. Or not a ner um nerd another nerd room. So you have until we do the next one. So yeah, we're good. We haven't done one Yay! in a bit, so so with that, can you guys see my screen? We can, mm -hmm. or I can. Okay. With that, since Props is the guest, he will get first spin. 
This, we need a noise for that. I could probably add something in later. Hermes from Futurama. Nice. Hermes, Hermes what is he? Grade seven bureaucrat? He's like a grade 40 something, isn't he? Oh, is he? I, like, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched Futurama. I need to rewatch it. It's a great show. But he's also a limbo champion. Mm hmm. He's a workaholic uh, too. He is a workaholic. Props, are you familiar with Hermes? I am. He's a great okay. thirty. So he's a great thirty-four place. bureaucrat. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. way more than what I said. Yeah, Kyle, you or me? Thirty-six. I'll go last. I'll go last. Okay, it. I'll go second. I, did, I just googled it too. I know who's on up there. Bobby Hill. <laughs> I get Bobby Hill again. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? This could be okay. Be it goes fine. by location I, and activity. I just said yeah, damn it because true. I know Bobby. I could. If it's damn, what was it, Bobby, that I lost with uh, the apocalypse, wasn't it? Mm, I think it was, uh, was it baking a cake? No, that was Hank. You had Hank on baking a cake. I had Hank on baking a cake. Yeah. I think Bobby. Zoidberg was the, oh, okay. Zoidberg was the winner. Zoidberg comes up a okay, lot now. in the he randomization. Does. So here's Kyle. So we may have to start taking some off on the randomizations. Okay, uh, Kyle. And I get a stormtrooper. Oh God, I'm jealous! I hope the competition is not shooting things <laughs> <laughs> or getting hit with lasers. <laughs> lasers. Okay, let's shuffle this a little bit more. Okay, ready. Is this the activity? our location? Oh, location. Okay. Yep. Springfield Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. So we have Hermes, we have Conrad. Bobby Hill, Herm, Hermes Conrad, Hermes Conrad. Yeah. Bobby Hill, and a stormtrooper at the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. What are we doing? <laughs> Professional wrestling. Hmm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is advantageous for any three of our characters. Hmm. This is going to be the ugliest match ever. I think Hermes has has some advantage here with his. I think he uh, does too. So, yeah, I mean, so uh, props. You're the guest, so you will get to go first. Oh, let's see here. Ah, uh, Hermes Conrad, grade thirty six bureaucrat. Very proud of it. <clears throat> Professional wrestling. You know, he, he works at Planet Express and they deal with like shipping and handling. Um, maybe he's got some background in moving crates. So maybe, you know, he's going to be a little bit stronger in that aspect. Um, maybe if somebody like pops off on him about filing or whatever, he could probably, you know, I think I think he might take it. I I honestly think he might take it because I just don't see a stormtrooper doing so well in that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wait, bullshittery abound. <laughs> so, no, no, I, I think I think Hermes Conrad's got it, man. Mm. He's from the future. Put my performance he in hands. He'll, he'll, he'll find a way. Um, you're from like a long time ago. I'm mm. having a really hard time with this one because I have a little doughy kid for a professional wrestling environment versus two grown-ass adults. 
The reason I think Bobby might be able to take this. Bobby is a professional actor. He loves to act. He was Tartuffe, the spry wonder dog. Um, what is professional wrestling? Professional wrestling is acting. It is playing out a character. Bobby, even if <laughs> role, role playing, even That's if me. he lost the match, he would win the war because Bobby has the skills. He sewed Pe Hank's favorite jeans back together after Peggy ruined them. He is able to knit. He's able to sew. He has the acting background to put together a character. Why is this important at the power plant? Because there is so many objects at the power plant that you could utilize there. From the dogs, you know, he could use the dogs as props. Okay, hell, if Homer can't melt down that damn power plant after 32 years of negligence, Bobby's not going to do anything. Even if he hits the supposed meltdown button by, you know, hitting a stormtrooper in the back of the head with a, with a, a chair, nothing's going to happen there. He can use the power plant to his advantage. He can get the donuts. I don't think he get the donuts because Bobby would probably actually grab the. Well, no, that's what he would do. Bobby would grab the donuts and hide somewhere under a desk, eating these while Hermes and the stormtrooper are beating the shit out of each other. Bobby would swoop in for the win, just like he did when he was supposed to be in PE doing the running. Instead, <laughs> he went to the deli and got the gout because he was eating so much deli meat. Bobby's smart like that. He's that's smart why I think Bobby gout. would win. He's smart. He's smart in the gout. That's why oh. I think Bobby would win. All right. And Kyle, you're really riding this Bobby Hill thing as far as <laughs> I, have, I have to. I him. haven't, I haven't won one yet. So the ring is set up at the power plant inside the power plant. Hermes is there. Bobby's there. The stormtrooper goes to make an entrance. This, you know, they have a bit of a identity crisis issue because they they don't really feel like they're individuals. They really feel like they're all the same and they they want to make, you know, this one will will want like this is his chance to break free from the crowd and be that one stormtrooper that everybody knows and and uh really becomes the you know the the face of stormtrooper like he's the he he wants to be famous and so he walks into the ring sees that bobby and hermes are there in the ring so to make a big show of everything he goes to fire off his blasters All right i mean nothing's cooler than wrestling and lasers right lasers lasers but, right i mean he's he's gonna want to you know like maybe aim towards the ring to make some sparks and stuff fly to make it look really cool but he's probably not going to hit his target so not hitting where you're <laughs> accuracy is key if you're shooting off a space tech laser inside a nuclear power plant accuracy is key laser blaster okay blaster. so I mean, he's, he's going to miss his mark, 
more than likely probably hits some reactor, some safety valve, something inside the nuclear power plant that is going to explode, right? Uh, explodes. He's in his, his suit. He's got some protection. He's more protected than the other two, than the squishy guy and the limbo fella. So the explosion is going to probably instantly take out both Hermes and Bobby. He, the stormtrooper is likely going to survive. He's not going to be well off from it, but he, he will probably survive from his errant blast that hits a reactor, explodes everything, last man standing. He wins by default. God, I wish you would have gone before me because I would argue with you on this point so There's much. So much argument going on. Because we no, all know that these damn stormtroopers don't have any filters in there. And the minute he shoots and hits a power plant, you're hearing a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. you guys have to okay, if you guys you guys are still with us, you have to disregard after everything that props and I just said. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. What we're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, all that damning evidence <laughs> that you just heard, please erase it from your brain. Well, it has to be, to it, because it wasn't it wasn't during our official turn, so it doesn't exist. But it, God, I was. <laughs> There's so much more knowledge. Like I actually googled about Hermes now, and I'm like, oh man, I could use that. I could use that. I could use that. Like, oh, I could have went I didn't, ham on Hermes. Not, oh yeah, oh yeah, because not knowing the character, man. Like hey. I, I know of him, but I don't know much about that's him. Right. And that's what the beauty of Nerdrome is, especially finding characters you don't know and just BSing and trying to get it's a good debater. It's mm -hmm. just trying to get people on your side. And that's all yep. this is. Hermes for the win, guys. I remember it was Bobby versus Megatron in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Because that's I, why I got my ass whooped yeah, of that. Because my Megatron knowledge is thin. And uh I'm just like, okay. But he's a giant apocalyptic robot. Yeah, I'm like, big ass robot. I got this. So, <laughs> that's all you had to say. I'm a big ass robot <laughs> yeah. who's been decapitated and still survived. Mm -hmm. yep. Turned into Galvatron. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, who won? Give us, we're going to open up the voting um, at the time of this episode. <laughs> Hermes. Uh, there's something tells me Hermes. Um, mm. <laughs> you guys, it's up to you. We we present we presented our cases. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. Let us know your thoughts. Um, and that's also what the there's also a section for the nerd drum discussion too. If you all feel strongly one way or another, you know, mm -hmm. especially about how wrong Chris that. is. Yeah, throw that in there. How right Chris is on this one, because Bobby is going to take this one. Mm. Um. Not someone who can't even hit his pee in the toilet. Um, Stormtrooper. That, that, that wasn't, if, if the activity would have been pissing in a urinal, I would have forfeited. <laughs> Game over. Like I had to do it, like I had to do with Blade. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so let us know. So now we come to the section props. What are you watching or reading this week? It doesn't have to be both. It can be one or the other. It can be two things. I, what are you I watching? Can, I, I, um, not really reading too much lately. Uh, do more audiobooks than anything. Uh, so more listening than on, on that subject. That counts. Okay. But for, okay. So for watching, mm -hmm. um, previously when you guys were doing your episodes, I binge watched all of the MCU and of course, WandaVision. But now I've jumped back to the DC universe. 
and I have been binge watching all the Netflix series or the CW of uh, The Flash, which I'm stuck on an episode, so I had to go back and now I'm binge watching uh, Supergirl. And once that's done, I will go back and binge watch The Arrow to catch up so everything ties up properly because there's a continued on mm-hmm. a different version, you know. So I've been binge watching Supergirl and oh, what can it's I say sh- about that? <laughs> it's a shame they're canceling it. It really is. It is. Um, I very much enjoy the DC universe. Um, more so much more so than actually the MCU, but MCU has been coming a long way, especially mm-hmm. with their most recent one with the WandaVision. I'm very much enjoying that. Don't tell me about the latest episodes because I haven't seen them and that's why I haven't listened to you guys' podcast. <laughs> oh, so you didn't see Ray come in. Okay. Well, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> With her Ray I've even, I've even had to uh, remove myself. Not per- like I didn't actually remove, remove myself, but I haven't been jumping into the ETGN Discord because I don't want spoilers. Well, you better catch up then, sir, because we got uh, our next Nurkies coming. All of our but, theories yeah, are I've, right. Right. All of everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have to give it to Guyver though. Uh, a lot of his in the beginning theories have landed true. Um, don't, don't feed so, it. Don't feed the beast. No, it's <laughs> feed the beast. Feed the beast. Uh, I'm. I, I I pat you on the back for that one. That was actually thanks, quite sir. Amazing. Thanks. Um, but yeah. So as far as watching, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, like Supergirl and the DC Universe TV shows for the CW. Uh, and as far as reading, oh, what is the current book that I am listening to? I got really into lit RPGs. What is that? I, think I remember you telling me about those one night. Lit RPGs. Okay, so basically, um, how do Somebody I relate did. this? Uh, the closest I can relate this is uh, Sword Art Online or Ready Player One people who play a video game but they actually get stuck in the video game or transferred to an alternate reality where the video game concept is in play and this is a book series or is it just one there's so many books on it and is it like the same character is it multiple like it'll follow multiple characters um but they're all the same world right because i'm this sounds really interesting uh geez i got hold on let me pull up my library okay so i recommend for reading or listening to uh eden's gate i believe right now it's up to seven books or eight books now uh it's really great it follows a guy who gets uh transported to uh or gets transported into a game um and like it's like the game actually is it Eden's Gate? Eden's Gate is the one where a game developer, much like Sword Art Online, develops a world. And on the initial release date, kills like 5.6 million people. <laughs> but he doesn't kill them, he transfers their subconscious into the game. So it's Sword Art Online. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And 
unfortunately, the last time I was listening to it, the uh, the stories that the developer had set in place because of the certain players are mm -hmm. progressing faster than other players. They're kicking off other parts of the story faster in the game. Things are happening much quicker than they're supposed to. Oh, okay. Because certain people who dive into video games, you know, for days on end mm -hmm. are got transported to that world. So they're finding ways to this actually advance. sounds really fascinating. Like mm -hmm. who writes it? Uh that one is written by dun, 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 Oh Edward Brody. Edward Brody. Okay, so it's it's multiple people writing these so it's the same universe or is it different universes different universes um not all of them correlate with one another um, so it's the same just, base basic. just this yeah the style of the book is a lit rpg okay people, okay yeah um then there's the land which is a great book also it works very um, fantasy like yeah Tolkien-esque fantasy stuff um lately i've been listening to sky sky realms online and it was it's it's pretty much in this concept of Eden's Gate. A uh, guy gets teleported to into a game, um, but it was during like an electrical storm apparently that was happening on Earth in the near future, and they get teleported into the game. And NPCs are now real people, you know. Um, he's just became like an owner of his own village, and that wasn't a concept that was originally in the game. And he's starting to notice like a lot of different things. And he's like some of the gamers that get put into the game, they have like this hatred towards NPCs and they're just killing off the NPCs. Um, this guy has like feelings for the NPCs. Like they're he's treating them as real people because this is his life now. And these look really, really interesting. I'm looking at these up right now. Yeah, I was doing this the same. Looks really, really interesting. I, I hardcore recommend Eden's Gate and uh, mm -hmm. The Land. Looks like all the Eden's Gate are on Kindle Unlimited, not the Prime reading, mm -hmm. but the Kindle Unlimited. Um, if you do the audiobooks, um, personally, I like audiobooks because I work <laughs> with my hands a lot, so I ain't got time to sit down and read between that and Twitch and prop making. Pop in your headphones while you're at work and just go to it that's what i do that's uh, interesting and i believe for eden's gate and the land nick podell does the reading and that guy is amazing like he adds sound effects into it and it's, it's great very immersive immersion mm -hmm. immersion kyle what are you watching or reading uh, i'm watching and reading the same thing right now actually well Ooh, let me back up that, let me back up i'll go to that um i did watch with the kids uh we watched the newest fantastic four movie the other day oh, oh. and uh it was oh. Oh, no. don't even say interesting because when you get an hour into that damn movie and they're still talking yeah there so much I, you know me, I love every damn movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> except for that one Hulk movie. But you yeah, know, except for the hey, one Hulk movie. The newest Fantastic Four. Which one is that one? Uh, That's one the one with um, Miles Teller. Um isn't that is that freaking like 2015? Uh, Michael Michael B. Jordan as Johnny um oh, Storm. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, you're, uh, it's, you're probably fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that the Rise of the Silver Snow? No, no, no. So this one is the one with Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Every, all the fanboys went just absolutely ape shit because Michael B. Jordan was playing Johnny Storm because he's black. Oh. Oh. He did a good job for what he was given. Yeah, he I'll did. He did. It just like it was like there was so much potential, so much like buildup, and then like it was just over. Thing didn't it. even look like thing. Now, was it maybe a progression to do a sequel? It felt like no, it. I just think it felt like they I just wanted think they to. didn't know what the hell they were doing. No, well, I, I enjoy movies that leave it open for yeah. It, it felt like it was a big or I mean it was an origin story, but like it was a build up to maybe ex- continue on the franchise and then like nothing happened. So mm. but I watched you, that. You can't do that if you're doing an origin. Yeah. Uh, I watched that and then I started watching the boys and started reading the boys and I am enjoying the ever loving shit out of this. Like I'm, I'm anxious for us to wrap up so I can go back and like crank out two more episodes and I'm doing it kind of in a weird fashion. I asked Chris's opinion on this. So um, a lot of the, uh, the book series, a lot of the, the volumes are out on, <clears throat> like prime reading Kindle Unlimited and all this stuff. So I know the first two volumes are, and I've watched or read the first volume, started the second volume. I'm like four or five episodes into the first season. And so now I'm at that point, like, do I, do I read ahead or do I watch ahead or do I watch and read at the same time? Like I've, I've backed myself into a corner now and I don't know where to go, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking I'm, I may go ahead and just uh, binge and crank out the, uh, the two, seasons that are out there and then go back and finish the books that's kind of what i did with uh walking dead and then when i got to a point where i was even or as close as i could be with even with the walking dead with the books and the show then i kind of paced through it at that point let me preference on that we are going to be doing episodes on the boys both the comics and the tv show Tread lightly if you are going to read the comics. If you are thinking about just going to read the comics with your kids, for the love of God, do not do that. Or watch the show with your no, kids. No, so Gar- Garth Ennis, uh, I believe he's Scottish, one of my favorite authors, mm-hmm. comic writers. Love him. He writes some of the most messed up shit I have ever read in my life. One of oh. his um, series is called Crossed. The main villain in Crossed, um, the character's name is Horsecock. <laughs> because he carries around, use your imagination yeah. to slap people with. Um, a chicken the size a of a t- horse. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like Walking Dead, except these people aren't dead. They get these like um, crosses across their face that are like boils and like it opens up their faces. And it makes them lose all inhibitions, like any sense of right and wrong, and it's all wrong. Of course. He's the guy who wrote The Boys. The Boys, it, the comic is so bad and graphic. I love it. Mm-hmm. But do not, if you are easily offended, do not even crack it open. They, they hit some really good social topics. Now, like, now I'm going to have to find... Um... Props get the omnibuses. I've got all, I originally had all the comics. Then I traded them in for trade paperbacks. I actually have, I think I still got my signed copies from Garth. 
Um, and then I've got yeah. the omnibuses. Now, he, did he do and Preacher? Did yep, he, he preacher? did Preacher also. Okay. I preacher started reading assist. Preacher mm-hmm. a long time ago and didn't get very far. So if you watch the TV show of Preacher, it is nothing like the comics. No. Just, just be warned. It, don't get me wrong. It's great, but you cannot be easily offended if you read anything he writes. But there, there are, I mean, he does hit some <clears throat> very good, like, social issues in a really weird, bastardized, roundabout way, but he, he, he doesn't skirt around them. I'll put it that way. And I'll put it this way. Season three of The Boys, um, they've already announced that Herogasm will be part of it. It's not going to be exactly the same as in the comics, but there's an event called Herogasm. So... I'm excited for Don't that. Don't read it with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they're great books, though. Like I said, don't be easily offended if you want to read them. But they're great. They really are. Um, you have to have a kind of a twisted sense of humor to appreciate them, too, I think. What are you, uh, what are you reading and watching? I am watching. We watched, I think we mentioned this last I can't remember if we mentioned this last week or not. Um, we're like on our fifth showing of um, Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. I heard great I things. It, it is, of course, I have a buddy who's like, oh, before it came out, it's going to be terrible. I heard the story's terrible, but then the cinematography is great. And blah, blah, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to pay 30 bucks. It was one of the best 30 bucks I've ever spent. That's yeah. um, on my list love it. Like kids I, come back. I had to go, I had to go buy toys. It's cool you get to show there's a princess who's like, you know, your kids. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, the whole cast is Asian also. Um, Kelly Marie Tran, Rose Tico is in it, and she got some Disney justice in this because she knocked it out of the ballpark. She's Raya. Raya, Raya, I, can't, I can never remember. I always get corrected on it, but um, there's two white people in it, and one of them is Alan Tudyk, who's Tuck Tuck, her bugbear. So he and D. Bradley Baker always get the animals. Like D. Bradley Baker's Klaus on American Dad did Momo and Appa on um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yep. yep. So he's in it. It's phenomenal. It is probably one of the most. It's the movie. B. I remember B. Rob texted me saying, "You need to watch this. This mm-hmm. is a phenomenal." It, it, he called it too. This is the movie 2021 needs. It's about trust and hope. That's what the whole movie's about. And it's just, it's great to watch with your kids. Even if you don't have kids, it's beautiful. Thanks. Um, I am also reading, um, actually, another one that I'm really enjoying. There's an anime series. There's a couple. I'm waiting till this one gets a little further, but I'm bringing up the name because I can never remember it. My it, Hero Academia. Well, besides that, that's what my kids on right now. So I need to watch that. It's 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 a good one, dude. Oh, and it, well, the latest chapter just came out, and it's so far past the TV show right now, and it's getting deep and heavy. That's one of my favorites. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm a big One Piece fan. Oh, me too. They're on a good arc right now too. I'm so far behind. Oh, you're it's so uh, I. I made the mistake of starting to watch it as a dubbed instead of subbed. So you're waiting. And I binged, was this, mm. this was like fucking two years ago, I binged up to season nine. 
<laughs> yeah. And then it just stopped. Yep. Yeah. My attack on Titan struggles. So the, the dub. And then I, I was like, I'll just watch it on sub. And then like all the voices changed. And I'm like, my immersion. Because they went <laughs> from four, they went they went from four kids to um Funimation. So and, and I mean the I theme got... song changed too. Ooh. Okay, that's awesome. Props, I actually thought of you this um, week. I went to this, um, I didn't even know it's called Hobbies and More. We have it um, in the town I work in. And they had a bunch of Gundam statues, everything. Oh and I looked. Game on. Oh, they looked. I looked. There was some One Piece statues in there. There was Ace, which looked amazing. There was a Zoro, uh, Sanji, and a Boa Hancock. Oh, I and Luffy. they looked awesome. There's my Zoro. Okay, that one is awesome. Is that single eye Zoro or double eye Zoro? This is single eye Zoro. Okay, so it's after the new After he's got, gotten training, yeah. Yes, okay, it's awesome. Um, so I saw that and I'm like, I got to go back for the ace. I love ace. Um, I'm mm -hmm. also watching um, Mashoko Tensai, Jobless Reincarnation. I actually, if you go into our anime section on EGTN, you can... Uh, hit exclamation anime and then type in the anime you want to share with other people we do that once in a while it is a really messed up one where um it's you know the guy dies gets reincarnated into another world except in the previous world he was a fat loser he was a shut-in that was just like this sexual deviant just he was a terrible person he got reincarnated as a baby with huge magical powers and it's about how he's changing his life because he still retains the knowledge from his past life and he's trying to change that Oh, that sounds oh, cool. Oh, so it's kind of like um, uh, the the one time I got reincarnated as a uh, slime. Yep, or... yep. Except it's a lot more messed up because this character is obsessed with boobs. <sighs> what is the other one? I mean, like any of them? Uh, no. Uh, one time I got reincarnated as slime. There's um, ReZero. There's... Um, is it like the wizard of grandpa or grandpa's son or something like that? Or there's overlord. There is, I think I know which one you're talking about and it's going to drive me nuts till I figure it out. Now. I'm, I'm going to have to open up my Funimation now. Yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's like that. This one's on Funimation and they've already said, I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of slow paced, but they've already said this is a long-term one. It's going to be a oh, one, one wise man's one. grandchild. Oh yeah. I love wise man's grandchild too. That was a great one. Um, I'm hoping they get a season two on that. Um, but yeah, it, it's very similar to that. Except okay. he, the guy, Rudy, Rudius, he mm -hmm. is, we got just past where he's five or six and he's 10 years old now. And we're on episode like nine. Oh. So th that tells you what the pacing is on this, but it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. So it's on pace for a regular Japanimation. Uh about 20 episodes and it'll probably be done or <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much i um, mean there's there's some great anime i can i all run a whole freaking you know six episodes with you guys if you want to talk about animes <laughs> oh yeah no we, uh, we, we're, we're gonna have a lot of anime episodes too i mean after lost the rise of the shield hero black clover let's go <laughs> cannot wait for the uh that is uh october i believe rising of the shield hero season two I'm so ready for it, dude. I am too. It was such God, a great it, show. It was such an awesome show. Another one where the hero, where the character gets reincarnated. 
Mm-hmm. Um, except he's not overpowered initially. Um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about that more. Um, and then I'm rereading my onslaught uh, omnibus of X Men. Oh, nice! Which I love that one. I've got a lot of omnibuses, and I'm rereading that one. So, um, yeah. So that's where we are. Um, props. We want to really, really thank you for. I know this is taking away time from your family and everything else, but we appreciate you taking time out to talk to us and explain this. We would, if you're willing, we'd like to have you back to go into higher or more in-depth overviews. Um, And Props is actually a listener of the show, which helps us a lot because we appreciate you all. We do. Um, I I commend you guys on the, everything you're doing. It's, I've not been disappointed with a single podcast. Well, thank you. Great. I mean, it's the end of the episode, so I can't kick you off. Yet, so you don't have to say that. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. The, the community you guys are building is just fantastic. And it's not just, we're not, you guys aren't just like subjugating to a single type of form of nerdism, I guess it would be said, it would be said like, it's not just, okay, here's comic books. No, you mm-hmm. guys, comic books, anime, uh, freaking, you know, the MCU, you guys have just completely branched out to almost i think everything (laughs) and that's the plan Mm -hmm. um it's just fantastic oh speaking of branching out um next at the time of this recording the next two nurkies will be we're going to be in prep because next week is the snyder cut of justice league next thursday which if you guys didn't know last week it was leaked online already not online but on um hbo max Mm. someone put it in place of the tom and jerry movie so it said tom and jerry you clicked on it and it was the snyder cut so there's leaked clips online Uh, some some people have already seen it and i didn't look at anything that they posted but they posted really positive reviews of it i'll put it that way so we're going to probably do a nurky on that. I think Kyle and I talked about it at one point. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, that's Thursday. The next day is the start of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am really excited to nurky that one. Mm-hmm. Really excited. It's only going to be six episodes, but those are probably going to be our next two nurkies. Yeah. Be good stuff. I'm, I'm excited for them. I'm, I'm really ready to see how MCU carries forward and um, I am too. Um, oh, important to note, just came out. Uh, I read an article yesterday morning about it. I think it was, oh, what's his last name? Fiji? Fiji? Kevin, the guy in charge of Marvel. Fiji? Fiji, as I would pronounce it. Mm-hmm. He said, and I quote, later on during phase four, we will see who Randall or Jimmy Woo's missing person is. So we never found out. Good. He said, we will see in the movies who the missing person was. I have a feeling this missing person is a suit at this point now. Yeah. If, I, if we have, you know. I still think it's Fietro. <laughs> I hope it's Fietro. He better stick around. Yeah. So, um, with that, we've rambled on long enough. Again, props, thank you for being here. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Of course.
Um, thank you all so much for listening to us. Um, what our next episode will be, I don't know yet. No idea. We'll let you know. <laughs> we got nothing. We, we've got. We've got a well. Yeah, we got we've stuff. got a lot. But yeah, we got. Yeah, we, we got nothing as far as like yet. what we're going to do, but we got a lot of. If you, if you guys saw the yet. list, we got a lot of, lot of, we got a lot of shit out there to cover. <laughs> and we're, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do. And it. we're all, we're always adding to it. Yeah. So just we'll let you know as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. So we again we appreciate you all. Um, so thank you for listening to Every Man's Guide to Nerdum. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And thank you, Propsy. For hanging out with us tonight you guys out there listening be good to each other and have a great day night or whatever it is where you are while you're listening so we appreciate you thank you nerd coke rise up it could get elevated nerd coke rise up it could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from belief. Rest assured.